The first serve of the volleyball postseason is in the air, and it was points galore on the football field in round one of the postseason tournament. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The volleyball postseason gets started this week with district play. 32 district winners in each of the four divisions will advance to regionals next week. Regional winners face off in quarterfinals on Tuesday, November 14th, with those winners all meeting up in Battle Creek. Kellogg Arena is once again host for both the semifinals and finals. The semifinal round will be Thursday and Friday, November 16th and 17th, with the finals on Saturday, November 18th. Divisions 2 and 3 will play their semifinals on the 16th, with Divisions 1 and 4 on the 17th. And on Championship Saturday, the Division 4 final will start the day at 10 a.m., followed by Division 1 at noon, Division 2 at 2.30, and Division 3 at 4.30. All semifinal and final games will be available to watch on the NFHS Network or to listen to on the MHSAA Championship Radio Network. For updates on who's advancing and where the next round will be played and at what time, be sure to check out MHSAA.com and click on Volleyball. North Branch, Paloma Westphalia, and Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart will all be looking to win a second straight title, while Bloomfield Hills Marion will be trying for a fourth straight title in Division I. It's time for Game Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, Alma soccer star Leo Richter. He's the school's all-time leading scorer with 91 goals. His 91st came in a 2-1 win over Fremont. And that victory sends Alma to its first-ever boys' soccer semifinal appearance. Buchanan's Emma Miller, she finished first in a Division III cross-country regional and helped her school to a first-place finish as a team. Miller turned in a time of just over 20 minutes. And to the Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart eight-player football team's entire defense. Playing an all-gray Sims team that averaged more than 50 a game, Sacred Heart held them to zero in a 34-0 shutout win in round one of the eight-player playoffs. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. I am running a great race at Michigan International Speedway. I'm about two miles into the 3.1 mile event and I am on track to set a PR for the season. As I run towards the next turn, a runner a few steps to my left cuts right in front of me, causing me to slow down and nearly stumble. I regain my balance and keep going, but lose precious seconds during the altercation. Is interfering with a runner a penalty? It is. If a race official sees a runner bump, trip, or run across another runner's path, causing them to change course or lose their natural rhythm, it's interference. The runner charged with interference is disqualified. The runner who was interfered with continues on with his or her race. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. The first week of the football postseason is in the books, and there were a number of eye-popping notes from the 128 games in 11-player and 16 games in 8-player. 
Three three-win teams made the playoffs. One of them, Lansing Catholic, got their fourth win in advanced. The Cougars will play Ovid Elsie in round two. They say beating the same team in back-to-back weeks is tough, but in Division Two, both Birmingham Seaholm and Midland Dow did just that. Seaholm knocked off Groves 56-49 for the second straight week, and Dow took care of crosstown rival Midland 14-7, a week after beating them to end the regular season. Davison and Caledonia had the offenses revved up. Davison beat Lapeer 76-35. That was also a Week 9 rematch that went Davison's way. Caledonia put up 72 in a win over Portage Northern. Goebbels notched its first ever eight-player playoff win by beating Menden 50-14. Complete coverage of Round 1 and a look ahead to Round 2 is all at MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires, and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Are you kidding me? Every goal. And a drive stop is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Almont for a huge D6 district matchup between the Almont Raiders and Warren Collegiate. In 2008, when Warren Collegiate played their first football game, Almont had won just two playoff games in their history. In the 15 years since, these two programs have combined for 39 playoff wins. Each of them has played for a state championship. Almont, a very long-established program, Warren Collegiate, a program only a decade and a half old, but is just as decorated as anyone in this time span, and they meet early in the playoffs with a district title on the line. Thank you so much for joining in. I'm Brady Beaton here for what should be a very fun, very key matchup in Division Six. Both teams ranked about in the top three, just about wherever you look in D6. Even the most conservative rankings have them in the top five. But someone's season is going to end tonight. Warren Collegiate, they are 10-0. Almont, they are 9-1. Should be a fun one. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll have more for you and get stuck on Sports Pregame Show right after this. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American made products from Maytag 
KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 980 are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived is worth remembering. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here at Almont High School, getting ready for this D6 district championship between Almont and Warren Collegiate. The way both teams got here, well, it's not very exciting. Both teams handled their business in round one. Almont with a 35-8 victory over Clintondale. In that victory, 12, yes, count them, 12 different Raiders carried the ball for Almont in the 35-8 victory. And for Warren Collegiate, well, they took on Clawson, won 30, excuse me, 60-0 in a blowout victory. Both teams excited. Almont very excited to be back on their home field. They had to travel, have a guest host in Richmond they played on Saturday. The field was a bit torn up from the Week 9 game against Ogemaw Heights, but 
You wouldn't be able to tell that if you just came to this one. Yes, between the 30 and about the 40 to my right is a little torn up, but no more than any grass field would be in early November. The, the grounds crew here at Almont did an excellent job, and because of that, a fantastic atmosphere here at Almont. The stands are already packed. People are lining up on the fence line in front of me around the track. Student section already on their feet, and we still have, oh, about 13 minutes until kickoff. But fans have been tailgating here for a few hours, getting ready for this one, ready to support their Raiders. Earlier in the week, I got a chance to catch up with Almont headman James Lusby, looking to make another run to Ford Field. He, we will take a break. When we come back, you'll hear the conversation I had with Coach Lusby. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to high school football coverage live on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Woman's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Woman's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. No matter where you are in life, here's a question to consider. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you navigate where you want to go? An Ameriprise advisor will take the time to truly understand what's important to you and help you prepare for whatever life brings, both the expected and the unexpected. By providing personalized advice based on your goals and needs and regular reviews along with digital tools to help you stay on track. With an Ameriprise advisor, you can feel more confident, connected, and in control of your financial life. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Dave Betts today at 810 987 Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Not FIDC or NCUA insured. No financial institution guarantee may lose value. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to the Get Stuck On Sports pregame show here with Almont coach James Lusby. Coach, first of all, congratulations. BWAC title, another year making the playoffs, and a playoff win. Has to feel good to get that all behind you and have had a really nice season up to this point. Uh, yes, uh, we're pretty excited about it. Uh, the boys are really excited about uh, tonight, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can keep this going for another week. All right, let's talk about Warren Collegiate because they're a team that seemingly has been coming up a lot lately. They're a, a, in relative terms, 
a brand new program, about 10 years old, yet they've made a trip to Ford Field. They've been a team you've met up in the playoffs before. What can you tell everyone about Warren Collegiate? Because they seemingly have athletes all over the place, and they showed up, and they showed up on top when they started off. Uh, yeah, well, first they're... They have a really good coach. Um, he has them dialed in, and uh, when you have a good coach and athletes and uh, players want to, you know, accomplish good things, I mean, you can put some, you can put a product on the field that people will be happy about, and that's what they're doing. I mean, they they fly around. Uh, they're at, they're very athletic. They go up and get balls. They spread it around. I mean, it, it, they're a fun team to watch. Um, not so much fun to <laughs> prepare for, but uh, hopefully, we're up to the task. What's something that Warren Collegiate does that you just haven't really seen this year? What makes them special? What, where are their athletes at? Um, their athlete, well, their running back is a stud, and their quarterback uh, throws a really nice ball. Um, but it's just speed. I mean, we have not seen speed like this. So hopefully playing on grass will slow them down a little bit. Um, but really, yes, yeah, it just comes down to speed. Well, you led into my next question. Last week you had to go go borrow Richmond's field for the Clintondale game. You're back at home after it got torn up week nine. How important was this game to be at home? Does the grass help? And making the hometown fans, they don't have to travel too far to get to this one. Um, well, first, uh, you know, our administration did a great job getting the field ready. Um, we've been off it for over 14 days now, mm-hmm. and uh, we've had it rolled. We've had... Uh, numerous things done to it so uh it's looking pretty good right now um but yeah it was important um first you earn what we had a chance to have three playoff games at home and unfortunately we had to go and play at richmond which they were um, really nice and let us go there so we appreciate that um, but it'll be nice there's nothing like playing at home how much of a difference does it make you've been on long playoff runs before <laughs> getting to stay at home getting to stay in familiar territory compared to potentially for this one having to go down to warren instead they have to come up to you how much of a difference does that make anytime you can play in your hometown and uh have your fans close to home uh, it just builds it makes for a great atmosphere and uh a great environment for the kids to come out and show what they got you've been obviously like i just mentioned a lot of deep playoff runs What's the difference in the postseason? What wins you games in early November, mid-November that maybe you don't need to have or you don't have in the early part of the regular season? One, execution. Um, two, you're, you got to have a healthy team. Um, teams that make a push in the playoffs have health, especially if you're you know, a smaller school like mm-hmm. D5, D6. Um, it really comes down to health because you don't have as much depth as the bigger schools. And then, uh, you know, you have to have the football guys on your side. You just have to have some luck once in a while. So with this game, obviously you need a little bit of luck. The bounces help. But who for you needs to have a big game? Whose name should I be saying a lot if you're going to be celebrating another district title? Um, it's probably going to start with uh, Chase Batani on offense and defense, followed by the Furquan brothers inside uh, trying to hold their uh, run game down. And then, of course, uh, our corners, uh, Matthew Boholski and Luke Winkler, they're going to have to play the game of their life. One thing I like about you guys is you faced a bit of adversity. You've had to come from behind you a few times. You've had to hold water in the fourth quarter. How important is that against the team that you know Warren Collegiate's going to make a play? They're probably going to score a touchdown. They're probably going to get a sack. They're probably going to make something positive happen. How important is it to have a team that's been battle-tested and knows can go through a little bit of adversity? 
Um, yeah, we are a team that uh, we've been down, mm-hmm. and we've also been up where we had to hold on to win. So we've been on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, our kids are, you know, they don't really show too much emotion. They don't get up. They don't get down. They stay pretty focused, and uh, they know that we're never out until that uh, final horn goes off. So um, I like our chances. Um, I would. Uh, this team's ready to go. Coach, final question for you. What's it going to take to get an Almont victory and win this district title and knock off a very talented Warren Collegiate team? Uh, We're going to have to control the ball, um, keep their offense off the field. Um, Team that uh, probably doesn't turn the ball over is going to probably end up out on top. And uh, like always, whoever makes the most plays usually wins. So hopefully we'll be that team that makes the most plays today. Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck against Collegiate. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's Coach Loosby. I'm Brady Beaton. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. 
Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Welcome back here to Almont High School. Raiders will receive the opening half kick. It's a high but short kick brought in at the 25. Winkler works his way to the 30, to the 35, brought down at the 37-yard line. And that is where this Almont offense will take over. Thank you so much for joining. Brady Bean here for Almont Warren Collegiate District Final Football First and 10, Almont from their own 37-yard line. Chase Davidowski, the man under center. T formation, snap, handoff up the middle, not going very far. The ball carrier for Almont loses a yard. Actually looked like that was Boholski, I believe, on the carry number 22. There will be a loss of one second and 11 coming up here on the Almont 36-yard line. It is a nice day for it being early November. Temperature at game time, about 51 degrees here at Almont. Clear right now, but rain in the forecast. Might get a few sprinkles. Second and 11 from their own 36-yard line. Davidowski under center. Snap. Handoff. Near side. Batani has a hold of the 40, but he's tripped up right away. Ball came out. And the official on the near side is saying he was down. Warren Collegiate was trying to politic and say they fell on top of it. Instead, it'll be a gain of about three or four. Ball will be placed on the 39-yard line. So a gain of three to bring up third and eight. Not a spot that Almont wants to be in often tonight. 10.40 to go first quarter. First possession for Almont, and it's third and long for the Raiders. Davidowski works his way to the line of scrimmage. On the near hash, three men behind Davidowski. Nobody split out wide. Third and eight. Snap pitch right side. The big man, number 42. Furkowan looking to the outside. Has a hole. Cuts up across the 45 and the 50 to the collegiate 44. You hear the roar of the Almont crowd. They're here. They have packed the stands, and they are... Excited for that big third down conversion. A gain of 17 on third and eight. The big man, Aiden Furkowan, gets the first down. First and 10, Almont in collegiate territory. And that's why Almont is so dangerous on third and long. They keep it on the ground, get the first down. First and 10 from the collegiate 44. Davidowski snap, pitch Matani to the left side of the 40. 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, five, and he's pushed out of bounds. Did he get in? Waiting for a signal, he is out at the one yard line. A drive that looked like it was going to stall out rather quickly and a first down run from Furkowan and then a 43-yard run for Batani has Almont set up first in goal from a yard out. Davidowski under center, a trio of backs behind him, a yard from Pater. Davidowski snap, turns, pitches, Batani slips his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Almont. The Raiders strike in just two minutes, 29 seconds. Almont on top early. 
And you can hear the Vuvuzelas in the background from the student section. They are loud, and it is a home field advantage for Almont. That is for sure. And Almont will go for two. Davidowski under center. Snap pitch. Furquan looks for a hole. He finds the hole. He's in. Two-point conversion good for Almont with 9.31 to go in the first quarter. It's Almont 8, Warren Collegiate nothing. Cougars will get the ball when we come back. You are listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy are you ready for some football get stuck on sports.com your kids your schools your sports let's get back to the game with brady beaton back here at almont we're just two minutes 29 seconds into this game and almont has an eight nothing lead over warren collegiate O'Neill has the ball all teed up. It is an on, well, it was a squib kick to the near side. Picked up at the 39, working to the outside to the 45, and being knocked out of bounds. Tadine Redding for Collegiate, and Collegiate will get decent starting field position at their own 47-yard line. This out, this Collegiate offense is not one to. Well, take lightly. They put up points in a big way. Demary Walker is one of their go-to guys. First and 10, excuse me, collegiate from their own 45-yard line. Caleb Moore out of an empty set, twins either side. Snap, straight drop, the southpaw looks, has pressure, steps up, scrambles to the 50, slips a tackle, 45, 40, look out to the 35, and he's finally brought out of bounds. Don't get it twisted. That was one read and go for Caleb Moore, and he scrambles for 20 yards on first and 10. 8-0, Almont, 9-18 to go first quarter. Collegiate not wasting a lot of time. The two officials talking in now the collegiate backfield. I don't see a flag on the play. Collegiate wants to hurry up, and they're going to make... They're going to make... They're talking to the Almont sideline. It might have to do with the, with the horns from the Almont student section. So the, the Vuvuzelas were short-lived. 9.18 to go in the first quarter. And the horns go away for Almont. First and 10 from the Almont 35. Caleb Moore out of the gun for Collegiate. Snap, deep drop, steps into the throw. Far sideline, it is incomplete. Went through a set of hands. The intended receiver on the far sideline could not bring it in. Trying to grab the number 
from Collegiate. And it was, it was a go route and Moore let it fly. Looks like it was, I believe, Vion Moore. Number seven, indeed it was. Collegiate does not waste much time. They're back to the line of scrimmage. Two very different offenses. Collegiate will throw it 50% or more of the time. Almont, well, they run. Second and 10 from the 35. Snap more in the pocket. Steps over the middle. Throw incomplete. Hit the hands of the receiver, but coming up and making a play for Almont. Lucas Mantini knocked the ball out, and that brings up third and 10 collegiate. That was a great play by Mantini. Got there at the perfect time. Jarred the ball loose. Third and 10 collegiate, although I'm guessing they're going to have two downs to get this. 9.08 to go, first quarter. 8-0, Almont. Snap, draw by Moore. Gets hit at the line of scrimmage, spins forward, but only for a short gain to about the 33-yard line. Fourth and eight coming up, and Collegiate shows no signs of punting. I don't think there's a chance that Collegiate punts this. Call it fourth and eight from the 33-yard line. Almont defense looking for a stop to back up that touchdown on their first possession. More empty set, trips to his left. That's the short side of the field. Lone man split out to the right, Myron Mayberry. Long look at the collegiate sideline. They have 10 seconds to get the snap off. Moore, out of the gun. Almont sends a blitz up the middle. Moore wants a home run, has a man deep. It is incomplete. In and out of the hands of number 14, Redding. Almont gets the stop. 8.20 to go in the first quarter. Raiders up 8-0, looking to add on early. First play for Collegiate was a 20-yard scramble. Next four plays, they get two yards, and that is it. First and 10, Almont at their own 33-yard line. 8-0, Almont, 8.20 to go first quarter as Chase Davidowski and the Raider offense comes back out on the field. Boy, could they make a statement if they punch it in and really rattle Collegiate early. From near the right hash, Almont working right to left under this dark black sky. Davidowski snap, handoff near side, Batani cuts up the 35, and he's wrangled down at about the 38-yard line. We'll say he cut the line to gain in half from first and 10 to second and five. Almont trying to move that ball down the field. It looked like their first drive was going to stall, and then an Aiden Furkrowan 17-yard run on third and eight, got the first down, and then Batani took it 43 yards. He needed 44 for the score. Next play, he walked it in. 7.40 to go and counting in the first quarter. Almont up 8 nothing with the ball. Ball on the near hash. Batani under center, two men behind him, man out to the right. Davidowski snap, handoff up the middle, not going very far. The big man, Furkruan, gets to about... And we'll say just shy of the 40, it'll bring up a manageable third and four. They place the ball just past the 39-yard line. Line to gain is the four, just shy of the 44. We'll call it third and a long four yards. Almont, third and four. 
Three men in the backfield, 11 men in the box, power old school football. Davidowski snap, pitch for Kawan. Finds a hole, plows ahead over the 45. First down, Almont. They needed four for Kawan, got him six. First and 10 Raiders. This is Almont football to a T. They are running it down the throats of Warren Collegiate in the first half of this first quarter. Davidowski controls the huddle. Works to the line of scrimmage. First and 10, Almont on their own 46-yard line nearing midfield. Same power set, straight T. Davidowski snap, turns, pitches near side, Botani fouls his blockers to the 50, to the 45, and he's wrangled down out of bounds at the Warren Collegiate 40-yard line. That's another Almont first down, 13 more yards for Botani. And Almont is like a freight train going right downhill. Collegiate's on their heels, and they don't have anyone up front that can get the penetration. That front line for Almont doing its job right now. First and 10, Almont on the collegiate 40-yard line. Clock stop, 6.17 to go. Opening stanza in this D6 district final. 8-0 Almont. Davidowski. Under center, same formation, three men behind him. Snap, turns left, pitches right. Furkawan bobbles it to the 40, to the 35, and he's tripped up just shy of the line to gain. Give him a harder nine yards from first and ten to second and one. Almont picking up chunk play after chunk play after chunk play. They move it back a step, so we'll take one yard away from Furkawan. Second and two from the 32-yard line. Almont works to the line of scrimmage. Getting deep into collegiate territory. Second and two from the 32. Davidowski leans in under center, three backs behind him. Snap, pitch, near side, Batani. Follows the blockers up to the 30, the 25 on his feet to the 20. It takes three different Cougars to force him out of bounds. Another first down, Almont, and now they're nearing the collegiate red zone. Let's see where they say he stepped out of bounds. I believe it was right at the 20. So first and 10, Almont, they're knock, knock, knocking on that collegiate door, looking for the second touchdown of the first quarter. 5.08 to go in quarter number one. Almont, eight, collegiate, nothing. Almont has, hasn't done anything fancy. Been about four different run plays that have picked up chunk yardage every time. First and 10 from the collegiate 20. Davidowski checks the three backs behind him, leans in under center. Snap, turns left, pitches right. Furkuan looks for the edge, cuts inside the right tackle, stays on his feet past the 15, all the way down to about the 14-yard line. Another chunk gain for Almont. Call it a gain of six, second and four. Raiders, they are just methodically moving this ball down the field. Collegiate, the defense is on their heels right now. And Almont getting just about whatever they want. Looks like you have Cole Walton checking in. Furkerwan takes a much-earned break. 
Second and four from the collegiate 14-yard line. Davidowski under center. Snap, pitch right. That's Winkler looking for the edge. He cuts up inside instead, gets across the 10. Enough for a first down to about the nine-yard line. First and goal, Almont. When your worst run of the drive is four yards on a carry, you're doing all right. That front line for Almont, without one of its better players, and Yusuf Abu Jude is doing a pretty nice job creating holes, and the vision from these backs of Almont, well, just you can tell they've been doing this for a long, long time. 3.30 and rolling in the first quarter. Almont 8, collegiate nothing. Almont knocking on the door, trying to take a even bigger lead. First and goal from the 9. Same formation. Why change what's working? First and goal from the 9. Snap, handoff up the middle. Rumbling to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Almont. Dalton Oliphant goes right up the middle. Excuse me, number 28, Johnny Joka, right up the middle. The big man rumbles into the end zone. 14-0 Raiders, and they're going to keep the offense out there again. They haven't been held to less than three yards on a carry. Keep what, keep whatever's working going. Try to take a 16-point lead. Same formation for two points. Davidowski pitches, looks for the hole up the middle. Batani on his feet into the end zone. Two points good for Almont. 16-0 Raiders. They are up on Warren Collegiate. 313 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to high school football and get stuck on sports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. If you're not Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 16 0 Almont, the run up and the deep kick, and it's a touchback from O'Neill. Had Jacob Moore back for collegiate, ready to return. And he said, uh-uh, went into the end zone. You don't get a choice in high school football. And with 3 3.13 to go in the first quarter, it's 16-0. Almont on top of Warren Collegiate. Could not ask for a better start if you're a Raiders fan. First and 10 collegiate from their own 20-yard line. They have not had a design run. In fact, there hasn't been a back next to Caleb Moore out of the gun. Twins either side, offset tight end to his left. First and 10 collegiate from their own 20-yard line. Moore looks to the far side, gets the play call, leans in. Snap, keeper, he slips, he's down at the own 15, and that's a loss of five. 
And there's that soft grass coming into play for Almont. That doesn't happen if you're on turf. Talked about it in the pregame with Coach Lusby. Being at home makes a little bit of a difference. So a basically a free loss of five for Almont brings up second and 15 from their own 15 for Collegiate. Snap more, drop back. Screen has a guy over the middle, caught at the 15, works to about the original line of scrimmage. He's wrangled down at about the 19. We'll call it a gain of four, but very quickly, third and long upcoming for Collegiate. And if Almont can get a stop, they can get this freight train rolling and I don't want to say put away Collegiate in the first half, but if they get a three-score lead early, look out. Third and about 13. Snap, straight drop more. Looks near side. Puts everything he has into the throw over the middle, and it is incomplete. Had a man to Marion Johnson. Couldn't get it with the layout. And now with fourth and long, does Collegiate try to punt, and it looks like they will send out the punt unit. 2.09 to go in the first quarter. 16-0 Almont, and Collegiate has run, has run seven plays on offense. They've gotten one first down, and the Almont defense looks like it's getting stop number two. Collegiate trying to get everyone in the right spot. They had to send someone off late. Punter back at his own two. High arcing snap. This could be trouble. Oh, he wasn't blocked, but the punt goes straight up. Doesn't make it to the line of scrimmage, and it's down at the 15-yard line. A negative two-yard punt. Oh, Collegiate would have been better off just trying to throw it deep and hope something happened. Almont set up in perfect position. First and 10, Almont from the Collegiate 5. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. And these Raiders, well, they came to play. They are dominating from Jump Street. Starting this drive inside the Collegiate red zone and a timeout by Warren Collegiate. They need it. Two minutes left to go in the first quarter. 16-0, Almont on top. Looking to add on to their lead when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. First and 10, Almont from the Collegiate 15. They already lead it 16 to nothing. Almont looking to pour it on early. Davidowski snap, pitch near side. Batani slips through one set of blockers, and there is a swarm of Cougars to down him at the line of scrimmage. 
That's the first play that has not gone for about four or five yards for Almont since the first drive of the game. No gain for Batani. Second and ten, Almont from their from the collegiate 15-yard line. This is as vintage Almont as you will ever see. From the middle of the field, first and ten, or second and ten, rather, Almont. On the collegiate 15, tight formation, three back. Snap pitch for Kwan. Cuts it inside the right tackle. And, well, right now, collegiate selling out to stop the run. That's what they do. Furkwan gets back to the line of scrimmage. Third and 10. And I think the coaches on the collegiate sideline during that timeout said, make them throw it. We are going to commit 11 to the run until they throw it. Two no-yard gains in a row for Almont. A little mist of rain starts to come down here at Almont. Wind blowing out of the south. Stands have been packed since about 6.15. It's been a fun night. The smell of hot dogs in the air for playoff football. Third and ten. For Almont at the Collegiate 15, Davidowski puts Batani in motion right to left. And, oh, Collegiate called a timeout. Nobody was going with Batani. He was lined up out to the left, and there was nobody within 10 yards of him. Collegiate had to burn a timeout. That saved them from a touchdown. Oh, that is a well-used timeout from Collegiate. They were so used to stopping the run when Batani went out to the left. All Davidowski had to do was take the snap and put some air under it. And it would have been easy six. See if we can get you some scores from around the area. No, uh, Marine City was taking on, is taking on Lutheran North. Oh, wow. 9.41 left to go in the first half. Lutheran North 14, Marine City nothing. Marine City, whoo. It, they're getting it taken to them a little bit. Mariners looking for another district title, maybe. Those Mustangs are for real. Some other games going on. See if we can get you scores. Had Elbly Harbor Beach was a big one. Mooney's out playing Everest. Again, as we get them, we will upgrade or update you. But here in Almont, it's 16-0 Almont on top of Warren Collegiate. 27 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Third and 10 for Almont on the Collegiate 15. Could be four down territory. Davidowski under center, three backs behind. Snap, keeper, Davidowski breaks off of one would-be tackler, makes a second miss, trying to find the edge. There were just too many white jerseys swarming. Davidowski dropped down back at the 19-yard line, a loss of four. And now does Coach Lusby, well, on fourth and 14, go for it or kick the extra point? First quarter will come to an end. Almont up 16 to nothing. He'll get a moment to think about it. We'll be back in a bit here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. 
I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Start of the second quarter here in Almont. Raiders up 16 to nothing over Warren Collegiate. They face a 4th and 14 from the Collegiate 19, and the offense is going to stay on the field. From the 19, they need to get to the 5. Davidowski, snap play action in the pocket. Throwing deep for the end zone. It's caught as he inbounds. No, he is out of bounds. The pass was completed. It was, excuse me, was caught, but was not completed. On the far side, it looks like that is number, I believe, 13, Cole Walton was the intended receiver. He did a heck of a job to bring it in. The official signal, no, he was out of bounds. And Collegiate gets their first stop of the game. But, man, that was a heck of an effort by that young man, Walton. Inches away from their third score of the game. So, Collegiate takes over, first and 10 on their own 19-yard line. Have Caleb Moore out of the gun. Again, has not been a running back next to him all night long. Twins either side. Moore, snap, straight drop, looks near side, completes on the curl route, breaking one tackle across the 30 is Tradion Redding. He gets tackled at about the line to gain. The linesman says he got it. First and 10, Collegiate. Collegiate was going deep, 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 deep. Now they try something underneath, nets them a first down. First and 10, Warren Collegiate just shy of the 30-yard line. Moore looks to the far sideline, twins right, twins left. Offset tight end is Patrick Baker. On the right of Moore, empty set, three down lineman for Almont. Snap, draw up the middle, Moore's got nowhere to go. He powered his way ahead just to earn his way back to the line of scrimmage. We'll give him a gain of about a foot. So second and a slightly shorter 10 yards for Warren Collegiate. But you can tell the game plan for the Cougars was they were going to come in and they were going to throw all over Almont. Raiders have done a nice job in the secondary. Second and nine from the 30. Moore dropped back, wants the deep ball, and he overthrows everyone. Intended receiver was Redding, but give Chase Batani some credit. He was step for step with that young man up the seam, and there was no way that ball, excuse me, that was number, I believe that was 32 in coverage. Can't turn, oh, excuse me, number 22, Boholski. don't want to take any credit away, Matt Boholski in coverage. Heck of a job by that young man. Third and nine from their own 30, 10.49 to go, second quarter, 16-0, Almont. snap, shovel, pass, and it's blown up. 
Collegiate tried to get cute. I didn't see who it was that made the contact, but it was stepped back and tried to flip it up. And one of the linebackers from Alvon, I believe it may have been Furkowan, lit up. Number 21, Patrick Baker, brings up fourth and nine. Offense staying on the field. And, well, if that first punt was any indication of what Collegiate can do, this is a smart choice. Fourth and nine from their own 30. Snap, drop back more. Over the middle, has a man, no one in front of him. Oh boy, good night. Touchdown to Marion Johnson. It was a post route. Safety wasn't where he was supposed to be. And 70 yards to the house. Warren Collegiate gets on the board. That was a miscommunication on defense from Almont. And as soon as Johnson brought that in, you could just see the path. I mean, there he 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 could have ran to Croswell. It was so wide open. So collegiate goes for two just about every time. That's why Almont has foregone the extra point from the left hash. Moore out of the gun trips right, one man to the left. So a slightly different formation than what we've seen. Moore. Leans in, claps the hand, snap, looks far side, screen, working to the edge. Jacob Moore, and he dives to the end zone, gets in for two. With 10.34 to go in the second quarter, Collegiate gets on the board, 16-8. Almont, due to get the ball back, you're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 1034 to go in the first half. 16 to 8. Almont still on top. And, folks, these two teams could not be any more diametrically opposed. One team throws it all the time. The other team runs it. The run-up and the kick brought in by Winkler at the 15 to the 20, up the middle to the 25-30. Has a seam 35 finish, tripped up just shy of the 40-yard line. Someone swiped Luke Winkler's ankle. Otherwise, I don't know if he takes it to the house, but he probably gets it in collegiate territory. That's where Chase Davidowski and the Almont offense will take over. And now this is where the chess match comes into play. Last time out, Collegiate sold out to stop the run. Does Almont stick to their guns, try and make a few adjustments, or do you see them maybe throw it downfield on an early down? It's first and 10 Almont from their own 38-yard line. 10.28 to go in the first half. Almont 16, Warren Collegiate 8, D6 District Final on a beautiful November evening. Davidowski under center, snap, handoff, Winkler looking for the edge across the 40 to the 45, stays on his feet and he tiptoes all the way down to the 48-yard line. If he gets the first down, it's by a hair, and, well, he got it. Good thing he didn't shave this morning. First and 10, Almont 
on their own 48-yard line. Luke Winkler on the carry. Almont, very methodical with what they do. They huddle up, take their time. Warren Collegiate, they want to go, 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 go. It's fun. It's a fun clash of styles. It's what makes football so great. How can you not be romantic about high school football? First and 10 from their own 48-yard line. Two backs behind Davidowski. Snap, handoff up the middle, looking for Rumbatani to the 40, 35, and he's tackled deep into Cougar territory. Excuse me, once again, Boholski. Those darn orange and black uniforms, 32 and 22, look a lot alike. But Matt Boholski has had a very nice game so far, and... Just like the Warren Collegiate defense, I was too focused on 32, and Matt Boholski has another big play down to the Collegiate 34-yard line. First and 10, Almont, and they didn't let that last drive bother them. Working on offense once again, 9-16 and counting in the first half. 16-8, Almont on top of Collegiate. One man in the backfield behind Davidowski under center. Motion, snap, keeper, Davidowski looking for the edge. He scampers near the sideline. He'll get a short gain shy of the 30-yard line. We'll give him credit with three yards, bringing up second and seven. And again, that play might not hit big, but what I like about that is it's, it's Coach Lusby and that offense showing, hey, you have to pay attention to number one. And we can get some positive yardage on it. No, he might not run it. 50 yards for a score, but you can't fall asleep on him. He will be able to get some yards. Second and seven from the collegiate 31-yard line. Walton split out to the left. Looks like Furkowan and Boholski behind Davidowski. Excuse me, Batani snap, handoff left side. Batani can't get through an ankle tackle at the 30. He stumbled near the line to gain. He's a bit short at about the 26-yard line. So on second and six, they get about five yards. We'll call it third and a yard and a half. Have to imagine four-down territory for Almont, especially the way they've been running the football. 7.50 and rolling in the first half. Almont 16, Collegiate 8. Almont got the ball first. So taking a big lead into halftime can be pretty big. Third and two, Almont on the Collegiate 26. Snap, QB sneak, Davidowski pushes the pile forward. Needed two yards and a QB sneak nets for first and 10. Almont as they inch closer to the Collegiate red zone. Again, can't ask for a better second round game. On November 3rd, we have about 50-some degrees here in Almont. It is, look outside, it is very barely misting. You can see just a little sprinkle in the air. Lights have been on for a few hours, and it is a pitch black night sky. The entire town of Almont's here lined up around the fence in front of me cheering on their Raiders, looking for their first district title since 2019. First and 10, Almont from the collegiate 23-yard line. Davidowski under center, pitches to Batani, working to the left side, to the 20, and he gets tripped up shy of the 15-yard line. But wouldn't you know it, another chunk play on first down, keeps Almont on schedule, call it second and four. They'll put it at about the 17-yard line. And Almont, it's not that they do anything fancy, but much like Marine City, much like all these other teams that are successful with the T, 
when they run it, they run it well, and they do very similar things out of a bunch of different looks. Second and seven from about the 17-yard line. Davidowski under center, wing either side, one man behind him. Motion, Furquan, snap, handoff, middle. Room to work, Joka across the 10. He runs over the safety to the five. Only used him in a couple times, but Johnny Joka lowers the shoulder and the big rumbling fullback picks up the first down. Almont. Four yards away from Pater and adding on to their 16-8 lead. Half the second quarter has eroded. 5.51 and counting to go until the halftime break. Davidowski calmly jogs his way in. As Almont back in the red zone. They came up empty last time. They were inside the 20, looking to change their fortunes, add on to their eight-point lead. First and goal from the four. Davidowski snap, handoff middle, and dropped immediately. I believe that was for Kruan. It was no gain, maybe loss of a half yard. Makes it second and goal from the five-yard line. Ball on the left hash. Almont taking their time. Collegiate can double up at the half. They can score, and then if they get the ball to start the second half, which they should, chance to get back in this ball game, but it's been mostly Almont. One 70-yard touchdown pass on fourth down for Collegiate has been their only score. Second and goal from the four-yard line. Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff on the end around. Furkuan looks for the edge, jumps over a defender, and he slides over the end zone. Touchdown, Almont. Raiders find the end zone for the third time this half. And Almont going to go for two once again. Try to make it a 16-point game once more. Almont has not completed a pass and they've scored three touchdowns on this Warren Collegiate team that has almost universally been ranked number one in D6 all year long. And tell you this, I don't think this Collegiate team's taken a, a shot like this on the chin all year long. Davidowski under center, one man behind him. That's Joka, Batani in motion, keeper Davidowski, and no, excuse me, Batani, doesn't matter. All of them went in the end zone. Two-point good for Almont with 4.36 to go in the first half. Almont 24, Warren Collegiate 8. Almont defense up when we come back. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
24-8, Almont on top of Collegiate. Line drive kick from O'Neal is brought in by Patrick Baker at the 25-yard line to the 30-35, and he's tripped up as he crosses the 40-yard line. And with 4.30 left to go in the first half, Almont looks to hold on to their 16-point lead. They lead Warren Collegiate 24-8 in this district excuse me, in this district final. Actually, they moved the ball back to the 42. Well, the linesmen were standing at the about the up a little further. Either way, first and 10, Warren Collegiate from their own 42-yard line. Moore snap, a little dump pass far side, and he's hitting the backfield. Drop back at the 40-yard line. Jacob Moore had nowhere to go. It's a loss of two. The screen did not work. Second and 12, Collegiate from their own 40-yard line. Warren Collegiate, I believe, only has one timeout left. Four minutes to go in the half. Moore out of the gun. Nobody next to him. Motions Baker from right to left. Snap the lefty in the backfield. Snap over the middle, and it's in and out of the hands of Jacob Moore. He heard footsteps. And very quickly, third and long coming up. But again, the way Collegiate has been playing, they're not going to punt. Their last punt went for negative two yards, and no one blocked it. Third and 12 coming up for Collegiate on their own 40-yard line. The lefty Moore out of the gun. Snap, straight drop, looks near side. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage. I believe that was number 35 getting the hand on it. Jacob Fuller, and up, out, oh, excuse me, up comes fourth and 12 with 3.54 to go. I've seen Almont score in a two-minute drill this year without throwing the ball. Don't want to give the Raiders too much time, especially in plus territory, but Collegiate's going for it. Twins either side. Now, Almont has to look out. This is where the Cougars scored their only touchdown. Fourth and 12 from the 40. Snap, drop, pressure comes. Moore steps up, rolls, rolls, tucks, runs. He won't get very far. Knocked out of bounds at the 46-yard line. Almont takes over on the Cougar side of the 50, looking to add on to their 24-8 lead. Almont, outside of one play, has been spectacular here in the first half. They place the ball officially at the 45-yard line. And Almont, scoreboard says they have two timeouts. We'll go with that to go 45 yards going into the wind, so I don't think a field goal would be in play. Davidowski hustles into the huddle. Almont, three of four, finding the end zone on these first half drives. Hustling the troops to the line, Davidowski under center, wing either side, one man in the backfield. Snap, handoff, Winkler on the end of round, can't find the edge. He's hit and he's dropped for a loss of about half a yard. Second and a longer 10 coming up for Almont. Ball in the middle of the field. Almont's thrown just one pass in this first half, and it was on a fourth and long, and it was caught but out of bounds. Wouldn't be surprised if Lou, Coach Loosby tries to sprinkle in something here because this Warren Collegiate defense, they have eight, nine guys within three yards of the line of scrimmage. Tight formation. Wing either side, Batani the lone back. Snap, handoff, Batani up the middle, going nowhere. He fights from the left side of the 45 to the right. That's about it. So they get the half yard back they lost on first down. We'll get a timeout from Collegiate. Brings up third and 10 
Almont from the collegiate 45, 2.59 to go in the first half. So as they take a timeout in the field, we'll look at scores around the area. Up in Brown City, Kingston up six to nothing. That one early in the first quarter. Ubley up seven to nothing after a first half, excuse me, a first quarter of play. Cass City, I know not quite in our coverage area, but they're up six nothing over Millington over a pretty good Cardinal team. Let's see if we can get an update on the Marine City game. Last we saw it was 14 nothing Lutheran North. And it is still 14-0 last we heard, and that was about 24 minutes ago. Dennis Stuckey on the call for that one over on stream two. 28-0 Harper Woods over Marysville. Harper Woods coming to play. They have everyone in the lineup tonight. And if we get any other scores, we will update you as we get them. But here in Almont... The Raiders, 24, Warren Collegiate, 8. Third and 10 facing the Raiders on the Warren Collegiate 45-yard line, 2.59 to go in the half. Raiders with, excuse me, Cougars with one timeout left. Two men in the backfield, David Owski, snap play action. Looking over the middle, throws, it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. I believe that was number 55, Alan Scott, that got his mid up and knocked it down. And that will bring on the punting unit for Almont. So in plus territory, trying to put as much space behind their defense as possible. Again, it's been a light sprinkle of rain since about three minutes into this game. Just enough that when you look up at the lights, you can just see the mist falling from right to left. O'Neill back to punt. Back to return for Collegiate, looks like Jacob Moore. Good snap, and the rugby-style kick is away. Beautiful kick, bounces at the 14. Oh, it takes a Collegiate hop back to the 17. That was a great job by Sean O'Neill. Took his time, let the coverage team get down, but unfortunately can't get the hop. I think the wind knocked it down a bit as well. The flag in the south end zone is taut, going right to left. And with 2.46 to go in the first half, Warren Collegiate trails 24-8. They hit one big play so far. It was a 70-yard touchdown pass on fourth and long. That's how they've scored. Almont defense looking to take a two-score lead into the half. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Same formation as it's always been. Twins right, twins left, offset tight end to the right. Moore leans in, claps the hand, snap, rolls right, looking for the edge, steps into the throw, and it is almost intercepted. Chase Patani got the right hand out. And the rollout to the right's an interesting decision. You have a left-handed quarterback, so he has to throw across his body as he's rolling out to the right. And it took him just that extra half second that allowed Patani to get in front of the receiver, brings up second and ten from their own 18-yard line. Caleb Moore out of the gun, twins either side. Snap, a bit low, straight drop. Moore feels pressure, stumbles. He avoids one tackler, steps up. He wants to scramble, he does. Moves up across the 25 to the 30. Runs over a defender at the 35, down to the 36-yard line. Clock will stop for the moment. About an 18-yard gain makes it first and 10 collegiate. Cougars hustling to the line. Clock stopped for the moment at 2.27, now rolling. 
Moore out of the gun. You know the formation. Twins either side, and someone moved early. Both receivers on the near side, Johnson and Redding, tried to get a head start. It'll cost them five yards. First and 10 becomes first and 15. Ball moves back to the 31-yard line. 219 to go in the first half. Almont 24, Collegiate 8. Collegiate does get the ball to start the second half. So a touchdown here could loom large. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Twins left, twins right. Moore claps the hands, takes the snap. Lefty drops back, wants a deep ball. It's a hash near side, and it is incomplete. Flag comes out. It's going to be pass interference against Aiden Howard. It was underthrown. It's that classic pass interference where the ball's underthrown, so the receiver tries to come back through the DB, and that gets called more often than not. And Collegiate going to pick up some free yardage. Walking it off back from the 31-yard line. It is a 15-yard penalty, so it should be exactly enough for a first down to their own 46. That's one that you don't want it to be pass interference, but you know it probably is. First and 10 from their own 46. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Looks to his right, leans in, claps the hands, takes the snap, rolls out near side, throws, caught at midfield, working just past the Almont 45 for an 11-yard gain and a first down. Elijah Hill with his first reception of the night. Clock passes the two-minute mark to go in the second quarter. Caleb Moore trying to get everyone to their spots. Same formation, only difference is Baker's on the left side as the offset tight end. Snap, straight drop for Moore. Steps into a throw, wants someone deep right side, overthrew him. Was looking for Jacob Moore, but Caleb Moore put too much on it. I think the wind helped Almont out a bit. Clock stops with 1.47 to go in the first half. Almont 24, Collegiate 8. Second and 10, and Collegiate can at least take a moment to catch their breath. Almont makes a substitution. Checking in is Gordon Stalecki at defensive end, trying to get some fresh legs out there. Caleb Moore is yet to be stacked. First and 10 from the Almont 44-yard line. Moore out of the gun, snap, straight drop, now rolls to the right a bit, looks, throws on the run, it is knocked away, knocked away by Chase Botani. He showed off the vertical, and it was almost like going up to block a shot in basketball, swatted it away. Now Elijah Hill was almost there to bring it in as it stands, third and 10 from their own 44-yard line, excuse me, from the Almont 44-yard line. 24 to 8, Almont on top, trying to take a 16 point lead in the break. Caleb Moore out of the gun, takes the snap, straight drop, no pressure, throws over the middle. It is bobbled and dropped. No other way to put it. It hit Demarion Johnson in the hands, and he just couldn't bring it in. It was a great throw by Caleb Moore, put it through a window, falls incomplete. Fourth and 10 coming up for Collegiate in Almont territory. I don't have to tell you folks at home that have been listening. Collegiate's going for it. They punted it once tonight for negative two yards. Twins either side for Caleb Moore. They need to get to the Almont 34. Snap, drop, no pressure. Throws down the near sideline. It is knocked away. Matt Boholski, we've said his names a few times 
this half. He did the smart thing, went up with two hands, knocked it straight to the ground, and Almont's defense gets a big stop right before the half. 131 left to go in the second quarter. Almont up 24 to 8. And I wouldn't be surprised if James Lusby said, all right, we'll run it a few times, but we're happy with a 16-point lead going into the break. Ball is on the near hash on their own 44. They are going into the wind, makes it harder to throw, and makes it less, I guess, less likely for a field goal. Under center, Davidowski. Furkowan, the lone back wing either side. Davidowski snap, hands off to Winkler on the end of round. He scampers out of bounds at the 45, a gain of one, but that will stop the clock. So Winkler on the short side end around couldn't find a lot, gains a yard, second and nine from the 45 of Almont. Clock frozen at 124 to go in the first half. Johnny Joka checks in, comes in for Winkler. Furkerwan comes in, so a heavy package coming in for Almont. Some of the some of the beef coming in for the Raiders. Second and nine from their own 45. Davidowski under center, checks both sides, leans in. And everyone was out of sorts. It's going to be a false start on basically the entire Almont team except the center. So second and nine becomes second and 14. And Almont, the clock is moving. The officials are trying to stop the clock. And we'll see what they reset it to. Believe it'll be over about somewhere from 110 to 115. So the officials are discussing what to set the clock to. Warren Michigan Collegiate has one timeout. They can get the ball back, and that's all they might need. Let's see what the officials saying for time back on the clock. I believe 118 is what I read. 119. Lip reading skills aren't that far off. So 119 on the clock. 24 to 8. Almont leads here in the first quarter. The first half, rather. Warren Collegiate. We'll get the ball to start the third quarter. Don't be surprised if Almont just sits on this. Second and 14 from their own 40-yard line. Joker, the lone man in the backfield, fumbled snap. Davidowski picks it up, and he gets tackled after a gain of one. Oh, boy. Davidowski avoids disaster. Clock is running. And if I do some quick napkin math... With one timeout left, an Almont punt, assuming they sit on this, would come with about 25, 20 seconds left and would give maybe Collegiate one shot deep. Davidowski in no rush at all, talking on the near sideline. Davidowski jogging in with just 12 seconds left to go on the play clock. Down to eight as they break the huddle. They hustle to the line. They run up. 30 seconds on the game clock. Davidowski under center. Hard count and a timeout from James Lusby with 25 seconds left to go in the half. So Collegiate can at least force a punt 
if Almont doesn't pick up the first down, I have to imagine Almont's going to keep this on the ground going into the break. Hey, I think if you told a lot of Almont fans and coaches you'll have a 16-point lead going into the break, they'd take it all day, every day. 25.3 seconds showing on the scoreboard to my right. Almont up 24-8. to Almont hasn't completed the pass, and the only big play for Collegiate, I don't know for certain, but it looked like from up here in the booth there was a miscommunication on coverage. It was a post route, and for Warren Collegiate, Darmarion Johnson took it 70 yards for the score on fourth and long. That's been the only big play Collegiate's hit. Third and about 13 from their own 41. The key here for David Owski, get a clean snap. He bobbled the last one. David Owski leans under center. Third and 13 snap. Hands it to Batani. Looking to the left side. Makes one man miss to the 45. Gets up to about the Almont 49. A gain of eight. Warren Collegiate will keep their timeout in the back pocket. And that should take us to the final few seconds of the first half and it will after 24 minutes of play Almont getting a standing ovation from the hometown fans up 24 to 8 on Warren Collegiate Raiders have been running the ball well one big explosive play for Warren Collegiate. We will recap the first half, give you some out-of-town scores and more when we come back on the Get Stuck on Sports Halftime Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to high school football coverage live on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Woman's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Woman's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. 
Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. Helmont showing up and showing out. They lead 24 to 8. Let's review how we got to this point. Helmont got the ball first. First two plays didn't go so well. Brought up a third and eight, and you're going, all right. Warren Collegiate came to play, but then a big run on third down by Aiden Furkowan for 17 yards, set up a 43-yard scamper from Chase Batani that got the Raiders to the one-yard line. Batani would punch it in from there. Almont would get a stop, and what would they do next? Just march it right on down the field. And Johnny Joka from nine yards out would get the score. Another two-point conversion made it 16 to nothing. Almont would get a stop, but then they would get stopped. So Warren Collegiate had it inside or had it inside their own 30, got to about the 30, found fourth down, and then a long touchdown pass from Darmarion Johnson from 70 yards out, made it 16 to 8, and it was a little bit of fight from Warren Collegiate showing that big play explosiveness, how they got ranked number one in D6. But Almont would answer a long drive that was punctuated by Naden Furkruan touchdown, made it 24 to 8, and that is the score at half. Almont 24 and Warren Collegiate 8. Collegiate set to receive the second half kickoff. When we come back, we'll have scores from the around the area. You're listening to high school football and get stuck on sports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction, experienced and trustworthy. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family-friendly with menu options for everyone, and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street, just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show, 24-8, to 8, Elmont on top of Warren Collegiate. Give you some scores from around the area. There's some good ones. There's some not-so-great ones. Again, Elmont up 24-8. to 8. That's a pretty fun score to report. Almont's played well. Lutheran North 14, Marine City nothing at the break. That one a bit surprising and Lutheran North had a chance to score uh, a few more. Marysville, uh, they're taking one on the chin. They are down 50 to nothing 
at the half. Harper Woods playing their guys playing well. Ugly 21, Harbor Beach 7, and the Bearcats just seem to have the the the, the Pirates number, but they seem to have everyone's number. Have a final from Everest, Clarkston Everest 19, Mooney 14, and Mooney Drops a heartbreaker. They were up going into the fourth, and Everest pulls out a tight, tight victory. And the only other score we had was Brown City was down six to nothing last. We saw that game was in the second quarter. We get any more updates? Kingston up on that one. That that could be a tricky one for brown city their defense is strong but their offense has not been putting up the points they are used to here at almont a almont leads warren collegiate 24 to 8 at the break we'll step aside when we come back we'll have more for you on the get stuck on sports halftime show there's no way you can score without an assist from getstuckonsports.com Your kids, your schools, your sports. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals and helped millions of Americans retire on their terms, when they want, where they want, doing what they want. As an Ameriprise private wealth advisor, Dave Betts remains true to the vision of always putting clients first. He's ready to help you get where you want to be today and well into the future. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Not FIDC or NCUA insured. No financial institution guarantee. May lose value. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. 
Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show, 24-8. Almont on top of Warren Collegiate, the top-ranked Warren Collegiate Cougars in Division Six. Warren Collegiate is set to get the ball to start the second half. Cougars out warming up. Almont putting the last finishing touches on the halftime adjustments. We'll take one final break when we come back. Third quarter action here live from Almont. You're listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Grand. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Come see your Port Huron Prowlers on Saturday, November 11th as they take on their I-94 rivals, the Motor City Rockers. The Prowlers will be celebrating Military Appreciation Night and wearing specialty jerseys that you can bid on after the game. Get your tickets at phprowlers.com slash tickets or call the box office at 810-985-6166. 
If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here and get stuck on sports.com. Brady Beaton with you for this D6 district championship matchup between the top ranked Warren Collegiate Cougars and the Almont Raiders, who aren't too far behind them, depending on what ranking you look at. But Almont ahead on the scoreboard 24 to 8 as we get ready to start this second half. And you could not have asked for a better night on November 3rd for a playoff game. There has been just the slightest bit of miss, just enough to get those fingertips wet. It's been a great atmosphere. The nice night has brought out all of Almont. They've been tailgating since about 4 or 5 o'clock. The smell of hot dogs has been in the air. It's a very dark night. The lights are shining here on this grass. Almont field just a bit crested at the middle and a field that had been a bit tore up a few weeks ago in the game against Ogemaw Heights. Well, the ground crew's done a great job getting it ready for tonight. And Almont's taking full advantage. They lead 24-8. Almont kicking off to Warren Collegiate. Kicking off left to right into the wind. Almont in their all-black home uniforms with orange names and orange numerals, with the black helmet, orange stripe down the middle, and the script Raiders arced across the helmet, Warren Collegiate, road white uniforms, black pants, black helmet, with the red WC on the helmet. Sean O'Neill has the ball teed up, and he kicks a ground ball up the middle, takes a hop, brought in at the 35 to the 40, getting knocked out of bounds near the 45-yard line is Dante Fenderson of Warren Collegiate, and the Cougars get decent starting field position here to start quarter number three. They trail Almont 24-8, trying to find... Another source of offense. Their one touchdown, a 70-yard bomb on fourth and long. Nothing that you can say would be super consistent. A little bit of a different look. Would you look at this? A running back in the backfield with Caleb Moore. Twins to the left, one man to the right. A different look from Warren Collegiate. Back offset to the right of Moore. Snap. Pitch right side, Ward looking for the edge. He's got nowhere to go. Goes out of bounds after a loss of about two yards. Back at the 43-yard line, Almont's defense has been flying all over the field. Back at the 43, brings up second and two for Warren Collegiate. Keep Ward in the backfield to the right hip of Caleb Moore. Second and 12 from their own 43-yard line. Moore leans in, claps the hands, high snap keeper all the way. Makes the man miss at the line of scrimmage. Slips through a tackler at the 45. Brought down at near the 47, maybe the 48 if the officials are feeling generous. It'll be third and about seven 
The officials give the 48-yard line. Collegiate hurrying to the line. Tell you what, they do not vary up formations too much. Moore. Looks over to the sideline. Has Ward off his right hip. Leans in, snap. Screen near side. Caught the line of scrimmage. Tripped up. Going nowhere. Maybe a gain of two to the midfield stripe. Setting up a fourth and five for Collegiate. And, well, they're going to go for it. They, they've they made that evidently clear that that's the best option. Big play to start the fourth quarter. 10.57 clock stopped here in the third. It's 24-8. Almont on top of Collegiate. Fourth and five from the midfield stripe. Collegiate needs to get to the Almont 45. Caleb Moore leans in, Ward off his left hip, twins to the near side, and a flag comes out, and it's false start against Collegiate. Fourth and five becomes fourth and ten. Back to their own 45, and is Collegiate going to send out the punt unit? I can't imagine they are. Maybe getting some more athletes on the field? Changing up personnel? Going to be an empty look. Twins left, twins right. This is the formation we saw all first half from Collegiate. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Three down linemen for Almont. They need 10 on their own 45. Snap to Moore. Straight drop. No pressure. Steps up in the pocket. Has a man wide open, and he overthrew him. Oh, if he hits Demarion Johnson in stride, he's running for miles. Instead, he overthrew him. Ball falls incomplete. Almont catches a break. First and 10 Raiders at the Warren Collegiate 45-yard line, looking to add to their 24-8 lead. 10.50 to go in the third quarter. Warren Collegiate's had opportunities. Let's not get that twisted. Almont's caught a few breaks with some drops. And there has not been a lot of pressure at all on Caleb Moore. But they're forcing Moore to sling it around and not the most accurate quarterback, at least tonight. First and 10 on the Collegiate 45-yard line. Davidowski under center, two backs behind him. Snap, handoff, middle, looking for room to work and not finding much of it is Matt Boholski. Gets about three feet to make it second and nine. Almont. Furkowan and Joka checks in. Some of the big boys, some beef in the backfield. They've each scored a touchdown tonight. Boholski jogging in. Again, Almont takes their time very much different than very different than Warren Collegiate. Second and nine from their Warren Collegiate 44. Almont and Boholski, excuse me, Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff, Joka. Big man rumbling to the right side. Gets upended at the 39-yard line. Second and nine becomes third and four with a five-yard gain from the fullback. And depending on how third down goes, this could be four down territory for Almont. See what the offense has drawn up out of the break. Ball on the near hash. Almont breaks the huddle, 9.33 and counting in the third quarter. 24 to eight, Almont on top of Collegiate. 
Davidowski under center snap, hands off Furquan, makes one man miss. He stood up short of the line to gain, and a few white jerseys keep the pile from moving forward on third and four. It's a gain of two to the 37. Decision time for Coach Loosby and Almont. It will be fourth and two. Ball on the collegiate 37. They need to get to the collegiate 35-yard line. Offense is on the field. Almont and Coach Loosby did not hesitate. Davidowski breaks the huddle. Under center, right side, three backs behind him. No one out wide, power football. Snap, pitch, let Batani finds a hole, gets the first down, doesn't get much more, didn't need it. On fourth and two, he gets to the collegiate 33-yard line, four-yard gain, move those chains, first and 10, Almont. When in doubt, Almont usually gives the ball to number 32, Chase Batani. He had a big run earlier that set up his one-yard touchdown run. And Almont trying to add on to their 24-8 lead. 8.07 to go in the third quarter. First and 10, Almont on the collegiate 33-yard line. Three men behind Davidowski. Snap, handoff to Boholski. Bends it back to the left side to the 30. To the 25, scampers out of bounds near the line to gain. We'll say where the far side judge says he stepped out. I think he will be just a hair short of the first down marker. Called a gain of eight to the 25-yard line. Second and two, Almont on the Warren Collegiate 25-yard line. Joka checks in. Boholski checks out. Number 22 has had a pretty quiet, well, a nice game. I won't say quietly. I've said his name about four or five times, making big plays. That time an eight-yard gain on first down. Davidowski under center. Leans in, two men behind him. Second and two from the 25. Davidowski snap, handoff. Joka working up the middle. Gets about a yard to the 24, brings up third and one for Almont. Trying to get the big man to get the tough yards. And a short one yard gain brings up third and one for Almont. A three score lead for Almont could loom large as this game carries on nearly midway through the third quarter, 24 to eight Almont. Third and one for Almont on the 24. Davidowski snap, QB sneak. Didn't get a lot, didn't need a lot. Did he get the first down? No, he did not. Fourth down upcoming for Almont. He got closer to the line to gain, but needed about three, four feet. I think got one or two. Fourth and less than a yard for Almont. And... James Loosby did not even think for a minute about sending out the punt or field goal unit on the 24-yard line. Probably the right call, especially if you can get this first down. From the Warren Collegiate 24-yard line, Almont trying to keep the chains moving. 
Fourth and one, snap, pitch, Matani gets hawked down from behind. He will not get back to the line of scrimmage. A big fourth down stop for Warren Collegiate. 6.21 to go in the third quarter. Cougars stay alive, still down 24 to eight. And it was the backside defender that hawked down 32. First and 10, Collegiate on their own 25-yard line. So collegiate sideline, that's some of the most life they've shown all night long. Caleb Moore out of the gun, back to his right. Kamari Ward, twins near side. Nobody split out to the right. Tight end right, wing to the left. Ward moves from the right, hip to the left. First and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Snap, handoff, Ward. Look at that, a designed run. Almont, not fooled, goes nowhere. No gain, second and 10 from the 25, upcoming for Collegiate. 6-0-4 and counting to go in the third quarter. Still 24-8. Almont over Collegiate. Moore hurries the troops to the line. Snap, rolls right. Looking, looking, steps up, throws to nobody in particular. It was in between a couple different receivers, I believe. The intended receiver was Michael Jenkins. And third and ten, upcoming for Collegiate. Almont's secondary has been able to run with this Collegiate receiving core. Third and 10 for Collegiate from their own 25. Moore snap, rolls right, has time. Sidearm slings, has a man caught at the 40-yard line. Redding works up to the 44-yard line. Gain of 19, more than enough to get the first down on third and 10. And Collegiate keeps the offense on the field. 5.35 and counting to go in the third quarter. 24-8 Almont. Fresh set of downs for Collegiate. On their own 44, twins to the right. Johnson and Redding. Out of the gun, Caleb Moore with Ward to his right. Claps the hand, snap, pitch, right side. Ward looking for the edge, finds it 45 and gets tackled. A great tackle by Chase Patani to hold what looked like was going to be a big gain to just a gain of five, second and five. Oh, they put it back at the 48, second and six from the Warren Collegiate 48-yard line. New back in, Patrick Baker standing to the right of Caleb Moore, second and six from their own 48-yard line. Twins to the near side, that's to the right of Moore, no one far side, snap, straight drop, looks, wants a deep ball, he gets hit in the backfield, he goes down, flag comes out, let's see what it's on. The flag came out on contact, are they going to get a face mask, I believe it's a hold against Collegiate. They're looking towards the Almont sideline, I believe they signaled a hold. And if it is a hold, I have to imagine Coach Lusby will decline it and bring up third and 12. A long conversation and Collegiate's walking backwards. Are they going to accept this penalty or decline is the question. They will decline the penalty. The sack will stand. It brings up third and about 12. Third and 12, Collegiate hurrying to the line, but... 
The umpire standing over the ball. Ball's on their own 40. They need to get to the Almont 47. Call it third and 13 for Collegiate. Out of the gun, Caleb Moore trips on the near side. One man out to the right. Three down linemen for Almont. Moore. Leans in, claps the hand, high snap, fakes the handoff, throws right side, caught at the 45 to the 50, scampering out of bounds near the line to gain. Let's see if they give it to Darmarion Johnson. They don't. He was out of bounds at the 50. Fourth and about three and a three yards and a foot. Another fourth down for Collegiate. Almont looking for another stop. 4.32 to go in the third quarter. 24-8, Almont on top of Collegiate. Moore communicating with his receivers, trips left, puts a man in motion left to right. Hard count, no one bites for Almont. Moore looks back to the sidelines, trips to either side, back off the right hip of Moore. Snap, straight drop, rolls, looks on the curl route. It is caught at the 45. He threw it to Jacob Moore, and it's stuck in the chest cavity. First down, Warren Collegiate. Didn't need a lot, got five, and that's enough to keep the chains moving for Warren Collegiate. This is the most sustained drive Collegiate's had. First and 10 from the Almont 45-yard line. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Snap, pitch, right side, Barker. Cuts up at the 45 to the 40, hit from behind, pushed forward all the way to the 42-yard line, eight-yard gain. Second and two upcoming for Collegiate. Under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Almont 24, Warren Collegiate 8. Cougars trying to get back into this ball game. Both teams have state title aspirations. Almont trying to defend home turf. Second and 10 from the Almont 37. Moore, snap, rolls near side, looks. Wants to step into the throw. Pump fake, steps up to the 30. 30 to the 25, and he's tackled after a scramble of about 15 yards. Caleb Moore getting it done with his feet. Moves it up to about the 22-yard line. First and 10, Collegiate. 3-20 and counting to go in the third. 16-point lead for Almont. Collegiate trying to cut into it. Moore snap, screen, far side, caught by Johnson. Doesn't get far before he's shoved out of bounds. See where they say he went out about the 19-yard line? We'll give it three yards to Darmarion Johnson. Second and seven for Collegiate inside the Almont red zone. First time they've been inside the Almont red zone tonight. Again, their only touchdown pass, a long 70-yard bomb. Second and seven from the 19-yard line of Almont. Low snap, reverse. Jacob Moore looking for room, cuts up at the 20, gets hit at about the 15, but two flags come in, and I believe this will be coming back. It is holding against Collegiate. If it would have stood, it would have been near the first down marker. Instead, it will push it back to second and 17 at the 29-yard line. Big break for Almont and Collegiate, who had been slowly working their way down the field, now finds themselves behind the chains. It's a big, big drive for Collegiate. Excuse me, it'll be a spot of the foul penalty. So it looks like they're calling it at about the 17 or... 16-yard line, so move it back to about the 26. 
So line to gain is about the 13. We'll call it second and 13. Second and 14, somewhere in that vicinity. Place the ball back at the 27-yard line. We'll call it second and 14. Caleb Moore looks to the far side. Second and 15 from the Almont 27. 24-8, Almont on top, Warren Collegiate driving. Moore empty set, takes a snap, straight drop, steps up in the pocket, wants to run. To the near side, to the 25, makes a man miss to the 20, to the 15, and he scampers out of bounds near the first down marker. Again, the junior quarterback doing it with his legs. See if it was enough for a first down. Waiting for the spot. They're saying, yes, it is. He's out at the 10-yard line. First and goal for Collegiate. Clock stops, 2.49 to go in the third. Caleb Moore, empty set once again. Twins left, twins right. Offset tight end to the right, Elijah Hill. Caleb Moore leans in, licks the hands, takes the snap. Straight drop, looks far side, throws, and it is bobbled. Was it caught or dropped? Incomplete, says the officials. We're looking for Vion Moore. Put it right in the breadbasket, but another drop from this Al, from excuse me, from this Warren Collegiate receiving core. Chance of Butterfingers rain out from the student section. Heard that a few times. Second and goal from the 10-4 Collegiate. Twins left, twins right. This time Johnson and Redding to the right. To the left is Moore and Moore. Vion and Jacob Moore out to the left. Caleb Moore at quarterback. So empty set snap, and we had some pre-snap movement. Second and goal from the 10 will become second and goal from the 15-yard line. Two minutes, 40 seconds to go in what has been a scoreless third quarter. Still stuck at 24-8. to eight. Almont on top of Warren Collegiate. Cougars trying to find the end zone for just the second time tonight. Same formation, twins left, twins right. Tight end off the ball, Elijah Hill. Moore, hand on the hips, looks to the far sideline, gets the signal, communicates to both receivers, leans in, claps the hands, takes the straight drop, second and goal from the 15. Moore steps up, has all the time in the world, scrambles to the 10, working to the far side, flag comes out, dragged down at the 7, Flag is back at the 15. Is this going to be holding on Collegiate? The Almont sideline sure thinks so. Officials are bringing Collegiate back, so this looks like it will be against the Cougars. It is. Another penalty pushes Warren Collegiate back. Flag was on the 15, so... From second and goal to the at the 10, it is back to second and goal from the 25-yard line. Who? Warren Collegiate can't get out of their own way. 24-8, Almont on top of Collegiate. Collegiate, second and goal from the 25. Moore, snap, wants the deep ball. It is intercepted. Winkler picked it off in the end zone. Wants the return out to the five, and he's dropped down. And number 81 stepped in front of a pass that had just a little too much air under it. And the long drive from Collegiate comes up snake eyes. Almont with the ball up 16. 2.16 left to go in the third quarter. 
I don't know where Winkler caught that ball, but if he caught it near the end zone, his momentum brought him back. Probably would have been better served to just take a knee, but I get it. That young man's excited, but there's a lot of green grass in front of Almont. It is first and 10 from their own six-yard line. Davidowski under center. First and 10 from their own six. Davidowski snap, hands off up the middle, and that wasn't going anywhere. Loss of a yard back to the five. Looked like it was Boholski on the carry. Loss of one. Brings up second and 11 from their own five-yard line. Second and 11. Almont has still not completed a pass. They've tried a couple. They have tried a couple and has not worked out yet. Only about when they've had to. From their own five-yard line, second and 11 for Almont. Two men behind Davidowski, under center, man in motion, snap, handoff, going nowhere, trying to work the left side. And Warren Collegiate selling out to stop the run. They do again. I believe it was Boholski on the carry once again. Can't find much room. And third and 10. So he gets the yard back he lost on first down. But third and 10 coming up for Almont. A minute to go in the third quarter. 24-8. Almont on top of Collegiate. Defenses have taken over this second half. Almont jogs to the line, third and 10 from their own six-yard line. Davidowski snap, handoff middle, and that one didn't have a lot of room. No, bounce to the outside. I believe Davidowski kept it to the near side. Good fake, fooled me. Didn't fool a lot of the Cougar defense. Only a gain of about two to the eight or nine-yard line. Brings up fourth down, and Almont will be forced to punt when the fourth quarter starts. 12 minutes between Almont and a district title. They lead Warren Collegiate 24-8. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. 
Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Start of the fourth quarter, 24 to 8. Almont on top, but they're punting. O'Neal back in his own end zone. Good snap, plenty of time. O'Neal takes his time. Line drive punt. Bounces out of bounds near the collegiate 35, and the Cougars will be set up with a short field. Down 16, 11.54 to go in the ballgame. A game where the offenses were taking care of business in the first half. Defenses have reigned supreme in the second half. It'll be first and 10. They will say it actually went out of bounds at the 33-yard line. So great starting field position for Collegiate as they are looking to add a second touchdown. Caleb Moore out of the gun, empty set. Twins left, twins to the right. Snap, rolls near side. Steps into a throw, has a man, incomplete. Heck of a job by Winkler. Came up and it was the swim move. Brought the right hand down, knocked the ball loose from the intended receiver. Teodine Redding, second and 10. This Almont secondary, while when they go back and film, there were some open men downfield, have also made a few nice plays to jar the ball loose. Second and 10. Collegiate from their own 33-yard line. More empty set. Twins left, twins right. Snap, straight drop, no pressure. Throws over the middle. Caught at the 10 to the 5 to the end zone. Elijah Hill and Warren Collegiate, a two-point conversion away from making this a one-score ball game. Second time a long pass over the middle has resulted in six for Collegiate. Big two-point conversion coming up. That, w- that could keep this a two-score game or bring it within eight. Almont's been perfect on two-point conversions. Collegiate needs this to bring it within a score. Moore out of the gun. Looks over to the sideline. Twins left, twins right. For two, high snap, rolls left. Pressure comes, step up, pump fake. Wants to run and he scampers into the end zone. Flag comes out. And I think this two points coming back. They were they held a player and a Raiders down on the far sideline, so they'll have to retry this two point conversion. See if we can get an ID on the down Raider. I think it, it's looking like a cramp the way the the trainer is taking care of everything. So this will be a big two-point conversion retry. Let's see. As they work on the far Almont player, the Almont defense is staying out on the field. Again, they're just working the, the one leg. See if we can give you any scores from around the area. We haven't updated you in a while again 24 14 almont on top two-point conversion pending after we deal with the injured raider ugly up 28 to 7 on harbor beach 
not the most surprising. In the, what is this, the third quarter, I believe, excuse me, right before half, Kingston 12, Brown City 0. So the defense playing all right, but Brown City unable to find the end zone so far. See if we can get another update from around, from Dennis over in East China Stadium. 21-15 as the fourth quarter has started. Marine City has found the end zone a couple of times after being shut out in the first half. And the injured Raider is up. I believe that is Brent Cornu as he walks to the near sideline. He is being helped up, and it will be a two-point conversion from the 13-yard line, a big two-point conversion try for Warren Collegiate. 24-14, this two-point conversion would make it a one-possession game. 11.43 left to go in the ballgame. Caleb Moore by himself out of the gun. Trips right one man to the near side. Snap, straight drop, all day to throw. Moore steps up. He can't avoid the pressure. He knocks one man down, spins around, throws a prayer, and he's got a man wide open. It is caught for a two-point conversion. I don't know how Caleb Moore, Houdini his way, he stayed up through contact, 24-16. Almont still on top, but Warren Collegiate has made it a one-score game. We'll take a break when we come back. Almont getting the ball back here and get stuck on sports.com. Come see your Port Huron Prowlers on Saturday, November 11th as they take on their I-94 rivals, the Motor City Rockers. The Prowlers will be celebrating Military Appreciation Night and wearing specialty jerseys that you can bid on after the game. Get your tickets at phprowlers.com slash tickets or call the box office at 810-985-6166. If you need Blue Water area scores, standings, schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 11.43 left to go in the ballgame. Almont 24, Warren Collegiate 16. A short kick to the left side. Flags come out. Almont recovers, I believe. Warren Collegiate, well, there's signaling illegal procedure, essentially offside on Collegiate. Almont recovered, so I believe they can add that on to the return, which would give them the ball near the 40. Are they going to make Collegiate re-kick? Or is it, I believe they blew it dead, so it's not a choice. So, yes, the whistle blew the play dead. So, in theory, the recovery never happened. And Collegiate will have to re-kick back from the 35-yard line. That actually benefits Collegiate a bit. Because they can get another chance at this short. It's not an onside. It's not a pooch. It's kind of a ground ball right up the middle is the best way I can describe it. And Almont has an open space. They have the front line at the 45. They have a guy outside of each hatch at the other 45. And then a couple guys back at the 35. There's a little open space in the return game. 
The run-up this time goes deep, and it bounces at the 30. Winkler picks it up at the 15-yard line. He has nowhere to go. He will just take it out of bounds at the 20, and all things considered, a pretty nice job by Warren Collegiate's special teams unit. 11.38 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont 24, Warren Collegiate 16. Almont's offense, if they've ever needed a drive, it's a great time for one. Good news is they have the wind at their back, so if they can get in field goal range, they can try and add on to this lead. First and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Davidowski under center, three men behind him, power formation, snap, handoff, right side, but Tanny has room, he spins around at the 25, stays on his feet, down to the 28. Oh, it looked like he had room to bounce it to the outside and have a big play. Instead, it's just a gain of eight, but a nice job on first down to bring up second and two. Second and two for Almont from their own 28-yard line. Ball on the right hash. Almont working their way to the line. Right hash, second and two, Almont on their own 28. Davidowski snap, handoff, Patani up the middle, gets to about the 30, and that should be just enough for a Raider first down. 10.50, clock stops for the moment on the first down. Now it runs. 24 to 16, Almont on top of Warren Collegiate. This is where you need a vintage Almont drive. Long huddle back at their own 20-yard line. Davidowski brings the troops to the line. First and 10 from their own 30-yard line. Two fullbacks, deep man, Batani. Power football, snap, handoff, Batani. He gets hit in the backfield. He goes down. Maurice Pope, the linebacker for Collegiate, made first contact, and it's a loss of a yard, second and 11, upcoming for Almont. Collegiate is selling out to stop the run. And they are doing a very nice job at it. Second and 11 from their own 29-yard line. Davidowski under center, same formation. Furkron, Joka, the fullbacks, Batani, the deep man. Snap, handoff, middle. Big man going not very far. They get past the 30 to about the 32 but it was Joka on the carry, and third, second and 11 becomes third and eight. And the very limited collegiate crowd on the far sideline on their feet. They know this is a huge, huge third down. Almont needs to get to the 40-yard line. Ball's on their own, 32. Davidowski. Works under center. Man split out to the left. Walton, finally someone comes out and covers a man in motion left to right. Snap, pitch. Batani looking for room. Gets to the 34. Stood up, not getting any farther. And Collegiate, when they needed a big stop, gets one. 
Fourth and about six coming up for Almont. They're not going to have a choice but to punt this ball away. 8.28 to go in the fourth quarter. And Almont, their defense is going to have to find a big stop. 24-16, Almont on top, but Warren Collegiate has the momentum. Punt. O'Neal back to punt. Snap, no rush. O'Neal takes his time, lets the return team get down, kicks a punt, bounce at the 35. Oh, boy, does it take a Raider hop all the way inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. Sean O'Neal does his job, and it gives the Almont defense a lot of room behind them. First and 10 collegiate at their own 17-yard line. 7.51 to go in this ball game. Almont's defense looking for a big stop. Collegiate trying to tie this game up here in the fourth. Almont's led this one all the way. First and 10, Collegiate from their own 17. Trips near side, one to the left of Caleb Moore out of the gun. Three down linemen for Almont. Moore looks to the far sideline, gets the signs. Relays to the receivers to his right. Clap the hand, straight drop. Lefty in the pocket, all day to throw. Steps up, wants to run. Pump fake, gets the defender in the air to the 25 to the 30. To the 35-40, look out. 45-50 in the Almont territory. 40-35 and the QB scramble goes for a big, big gain. Call it 48 yards on the run. He was stepping up, the QB spy bit on the pump fake, and that let Caleb Moore get out the gate. Already in Almont territory, first and 10, collegiate back at the 35-yard line of Almont. Almont's defense needs to come up with a play. 7.39 to go in this one. 24-16, Almont on top of collegiate, but folks, collegiate has all the momentum right now. Caleb Moore out of the gun, snap, straight drop, pressure comes on the blitz, Moore gets hit, and he's down back at the 45-yard line. What a well-timed blitz, number 35 coming through. Jacob Fuller, a loss of nine, and it's second and 19. Oh, boy, did they dial that up at the perfect time. Second and 19 for Collegiate back at the 44. Now the Almont faithful are getting into it. Caleb Moore taking his time, relaying the signals. Second and 19 snap, straight drop, has all day. Throws over the middle, has a man. It is caught at the 10, down at the 6. It was Jacob Moore. Perfect pass, perfect catch. And Collegiate is about 6 yards away from an opportunity to tie this game up. 6.51 to go and counting in the fourth. But Collegiate, they're working downhill. Almont looking for a big stop. First and goal, they place it on the seven. On the left hash. Looks like Elijah Hill at Wildcat. Snap, keeper, near side. That got blown up. Back at the 10. Oh, boy. That is a very interesting decision. 
Caleb Moore has been slicing through this Almont defense in the second half, and you go wildcat, and you lose three yards out of it. Hey, there's a reason I'm in the booth and not on the sideline, but, hey, Almont's going to take that loss of three back to the 10. Second and goal from the 10-yard line, and wisely, Caleb Moore back in the game. Twins either side, second and goal for the nine, under six minutes to go in the game. Moore, snap, straight drop, pressure comes, rolls left side, flag comes out, throws to the end zone, it's tipped, it is incomplete, but a flag back at the nine-yard line, it's going to be holding again against Warren Collegiate and back up the Cougars to about the 19-yard line. There's a downed Almont player, on the nine with 5.48 to go. Penalty will be holding against Warren Collegiate. Second and 19 when we come back, or second and goal from the 19, I should say, when we come back. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Come see your Port Huron Prowlers on Saturday, November 11th as they take on their I-94 rivals, the Motor City Rockers. The Prowlers will be celebrating Military Appreciation Night and wearing specialty jerseys that you can bid on after the game. Get your tickets at phprowlers.com slash tickets or call the box office at 810-985-6166. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Penalty is accepted. Injured Almont Raider off the field. Second and goal from the 19-yard line for Collegiate. 24-16. Almont on top of Collegiate. 5.48 to go in the fourth quarter. Caleb Moore out of the gun. Trips right. Snap. Straight drop. Steps up. He's hit as he throws. Throws up a ball, and it's caught in the end zone. Oh, that was a 50-50 ball. And coming down with it, Darmarian Jenkins. And Collegiate, when they need a play, boy, are they getting it. And Collegiate's a two-point conversion away from tying this game up. Two-point conversion to tie it with 5.42 to go. Team, both teams are a combined five for five on the two-point play. Moore, under center, trips left. One man to the right, that's the man who caught the touchdown, Jenkins. To tie the game up, Moore, snap, straight drop, tucks, wants to run, now looks to throw, jump pass, caught, two-point good. 24-24, 5.42 left to go. Buckle in, folks. We're going to have a fun final six minutes. You're listening to High School Football and Get Stuck on Sports.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. With in-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 24 24, 542 to play. Two heavyweights in D6 battling it out. Kick goes deep. Winkler brings it into the 20, 25, 30. Patiently waiting for a hole. Never materializes. And he's tackled at the 33-yard line. Let's set the stage for you because as of right now, it might as well be 0-0. Almont took a 16-0 lead and then Collegiate got into the end zone. 16-8. The next drive for Almont would find Paydirt 24-8. That was the score at half, but the second half has been all Collegiate. They've scored twice. They've gotten two two two-point conversions. Five minutes, 36 seconds to go between either side and a district title. Almont with the ball, first and 10 on their own 33-yard line. Almont has been tried and put in this spot many times, and it's come up pretty well for them all year long. Almont crowd trying to will their Raiders to a victory. Davidowski under center. Snap, handoff, Batani on the near side, 35-40. 45-50 into Warren Collegiate territory, and he's knocked out of bounds after a gain of 20 to the Collegiate 47-yard line. When you need a big play, going to Chase Batani usually yields pretty nice results. That's a great first play to get you into Almont territory excuse me, into collegiate territory. Clock stopped with Batani going out of bounds at 5.31 to go in the game and tied at 24. Almont and Batani under center. No one behind him, two wings to either side. Furquan takes the handoff on the end around, cuts up at the collegiate 45 to the 40, and he's dropped after a gain of about seven it will be second and two or three, depending on the spot. Almont finding their groove once again. 5.09 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont 24, Collegiate 24. Warren Collegiate, the top-ranked Cougars, have scored the last 16 points. Almont trying to f- fire back, claim their first district title since 2019. 
First and, or excuse me, second and two from the collegiate 40-yard line. Again, no backs behind Davidowski. Winkler in motion. Hands to Winkler on the end of round. Looking for the edge. He scampers out of bounds near the first down marker. I believe they will give it to him. In fact, they do. Move those chains. First and 10, Almont. Ball getting deeper into Warren Collegiate territory at the 37-yard line. 4.38 to go. Clock is frozen as Winkler scampered out of bounds. 24-24. What many consider the two top heavyweights in D6, Almont Collegiate, trading blows. Almont looking for the knockout punch. First and 10 from the Collegiate, 37-yard line. Snap, handoff, middle, has room to the 35, quickly swallowed up. Give credit to number 21, Patrick Baker, that stopped Boholski on the run. The sophomore Baker closed what looked like to be a lot of room to work for Baker. Brings up second and eight for Almont at the Collegiate 35-yard line. If you get inside the 20, you can start thinking about possibly a field goal. 4.05 to go in the game, tied at 24. Second and eight, Almont from the collegiate 35-yard line. Davidowski under center. Winkler in motion, gives on the end around. Looks for room, gets hit at the line of scrimmage, stays on his feet over to the 30-yard line before he's dragged down. Gain of five, brings second and eight to third and three. Much more manageable for the orange and black. And I have to imagine this is four down territory. There was a spot similar to this in the first, in the third quarter, and Collegiate got two big stops. Near the right hash. Third and three for Almont on the Collegiate 30 yard line. Winkler in motion. Davidowski fumbles the snap, falls on it. Back at the 33 yard line. Oh boy. That is what you cannot have happen. A fumbled snap, and third and three becomes fourth and six, and Almont's going for it. 3-0-3 and rolling. Tied at 24. Biggest play of either team's season to this point. Davidowski jogging back out there. And Almont needs to hurry up. They have 12 seconds left. They haven't gotten the play call in. Down to eight seconds. Almont hustling to the line. Down to five. Raiders on the line of scrimmage. And James Lusby saying, we're not rushing this big play. 2.39 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont 24, Collegiate 24. Fourth down and six on the other side of this timeout. Real quick, we'll update you for some other scores at East China Stadium. Lutheran North 29, Marine City 22. The Mariners trying to come back in that one. Final from Ubley, 35-14. Ubley knocks off Harbor Beach. Wow, Kingston 18, Brown City nothing in the fourth quarter. Kingston looks like they're, excuse me, 20 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And Kingston looks like they're going to get their revenge. Marysville lost 30 or excuse me 50 to nothing in that one to Harper Woods. Mooney lost earlier in the night 19 to 14. Deckerville will play tomorrow against Portland St. Patrick. 24-24 in this Battle of the Titans in D6. 
2.39 to go in the fourth. Almont needs six yards. They're on the collegiate 33. Offense is on the field. Nobody split out wide. Furquan, the lone man in the backfield, he works up behind the left tackle. No one behind Davidowski. Snap play action. Wants to throw over the middle. Has a man. Caught by Batani. The 10. The 5. Keep running, young man. Give your team the lead. 30. 24, and it's Davidowski to Patani to give the Raiders the lead with 2.31 to go. It was not a big opening, but Davidowski completes his first pass of the night for six. When the chips were down, when he had to have it, Davidowski found his man. Big two-point conversion coming up. Three men behind Davidowski. Snap pitch, Furkowan finds the end zone. Two-point conversion. These Raiders fans in front of me can feel it. Two and a half minutes away from their first district title since 2019. Oh, keep it right here. Almont just has to hold for two and a half minutes. Big kickoff with the wind at his back, I presume. Sean O'Neill will try to put this in the end zone. O'Neill has it teed up on the 40. Couple men deep for collegiate, Elijah Hill and Jacob Moore. Big kick. The run up and the boot from O'Neill. Line drive, it's going to be close to the end zone. It hits off his hands and goes into the end zone. 80 yards for Warren Collegiate to try to tie this game in two and a half minutes. That's a big kick from O'Neill. They haven't asked him to kick extra points or kick a field goal, but anytime he's been kicking to the north, he's used the wind from behind him to put it in the end zone, and that gives this Almont defense a lot of room behind them. Two, we have three timeouts for Warren Collegiate. They have 80 yards to go. They need eight points. Trips right. One man to the left. This Almont defense called upon for one stop. First and 10 from the 20. Moore out of the gun, takes the snap. Has all day, steps into a throw over the middle, incomplete. There were three different black jerseys draped over Jacob Moore, and the window was about the size of a bucket. Caleb Moore couldn't find it, second and 10. Down to 2.25 to go. Collegiate, not in a rush, 
but still the normal pace they've had. The defense chant breaks out on the Almont side. Second and 10 from the 25 snap, rolls right. Moore throws near side, brought in by Johnson. Gets up to the 26 yard line, but he's down in bounds. Clock will roll, third and four, coming up for Collegiate. Still have three timeouts in their back pocket. Collegiate didn't want to use one there. Clock still running to 2.04. Almont up eight in this two-minute drill. Moore getting his offense situated, trips to the left. One man near side, now Jacob Moore goes from the left to the right. He will switch with Taden, Taden Redding. They're killing a lot of clock. They've used more than half of the play clock. Down to 145, Moore takes the snap. Straight drop, Almont rushes three, throw over the middle, incomplete. Incomplete, they were looking for Elijah Hill. And Warren Collegiate season comes down to this play. If they get four yards, they stay alive. I shouldn't say that because with three timeouts left, theoretically Collegiate could get the ball back. You can feel this Raider crowd ready to explode. Everyone on their feet, fourth and four from their own 26 for Collegiate. Moore, twins left, twins right. Look for Moore to run on this. Almont showing blitz, snap, and a flag. We had a false start. It'll push Collegiate back five yards. Fourth and four becomes fourth and nine. With still three timeouts left in their back pocket, this does not mean the end of Collegiate if they don't get it. Clock showing 139 left to go. Collegiate back at their own 21. They have to get to their, their own 30. Moore out of the gun. Moves the man, Redding from the right to the left. Trips left, one man near side. Four, three, excuse me, three men on the line of scrimmage for Almont. Let's see if they bring pressure. Furquan at the Mike linebacker spot, walking up to the line of scrimmage. Cohen Furquan. Moore needs nine yards to stay alive. Snap, straight drop. Pressure comes. He rolls. Wants the deep ball. Puts it in the air. Has a man. Knocked away. Chase Batani knocked it to the ground. And Almont is a first down away from sealing this game. The blitz came. Moore had to get it away. And there were three players around Jacob Moore, and Almont needs 10 yards to put this game on ice. First and 10 from the collegiate 21-yard line. Collegiate with still three timeouts. If you're carrying the ball for Almont, hold on. Two hands on the ball, guys. First and 10 from the Collegiate 21. Snap, handoff, Furquan up the middle. Jumps forward for a gain of about five. And Collegiate, as expected, immediately calls a timeout. Clock did not run on that play. Still 129. Excuse me, 139 was, yes. So, yes, a few seconds did run off. Second and five, second and six from the 17 yard line on the other side of this timeout. 
six yards away, and then it can be victory formation for Almont. 129 to go in this one. 32-24, Almont on top of Warren Collegiate. The play of the game so far on fourth and six. Chase Davidowski hits Chase Batani over the middle, who takes it in for the score from 33 yards out. That's the difference so far tonight. Out of the timeout, a buck 29 showing on the scoreboard. Eight point lead for Almont. Collegiate going to do everything they can to punch that ball out. Second and six from the 17 yard line, three backs behind Davidowski. Davidowski takes the snap, hands off Furkowan. He gets hit at the line of scrimmage, keeps the feet moving, maybe gets a yard. Timeout immediately called by Warren Collegiate. Third and five, but you are close enough, you might be in field goal range. With 16, on the 16-yard line, it will be third and five, 124 to go. Almont telling everyone, hey, hold on to the football. And now, hey, put on your coaching shoes. If you're James Lusby, do you try and go for the kill, throw a pass, try to end this game, or do you run it, play conservative? Again, it all depends on how much you can you believe in the kicker and feel good about the kicking game with O'Neal. A field goal for all intents and purposes ends this game. You run it, you don't get it, you at least burn Collegiate's last time out. Third and five from the collegiate 16-yard line. I haven't seen O'Neal warming up. Third and five from the 16. Five yards for a district title for Almont. Under center, Davidowski. Man in motion right to left. Snap, throw, Batani incomplete. Oh, they had the play. It was, if that ball gets there... It's a touchdown. And now Collegiate has a timeout in their back pocket, but it looks like Sean O'Neill will come out to kick a field goal with 121 left to go. So from the 16, called a seven-yard snap, add 10 for the end zone, 33 yards. Wind at his back. While this doesn't officially end it, it might as well. Holder is Cole Walton, set up at the 23. O'Neal, snap, hold, kick is up. The kick is no good. He pushed it to the left. No time came off, so it's still at 121. But O'Neal had the, it would have been good from 43, but he pushed it wide to the left, and this Almont defense will be asked to make one more stop. One time out in the back pocket for Warren Collegiate. Ball on their own 20 yard line. Caleb Moore with one more chance to lead the two minute drill. 
needs 80 yards in 81 seconds. Moore out of the gun, snap, rolls far side, wants a deep ball, pump fakes, still looking, throws over the middle. It is caught by Jacob Moore at the 35-yard line, inbounds. Clock stops as the chains move at 113. Collegiate hurrying to the line. Almont trying to make a substitution, they do. Clock starts running at 113. Jacob Moore out of the gun. Snap, excuse me, Caleb Moore. Straight drop all day to throw over the middle. Has Jacob Moore. He slips a tackle at the 50. Scampers out of bounds at the 45-yard line. 102 to go, but Collegiate picks up back-to-back chunk plays. Almont up eight. 32-24 Almont. 62 seconds to go. Warren Collegiate in Almont territory. Out of the gun, Caleb Moore trips right, one man far side. They take a moment to catch their breath with the stoppage of the clock. Snap, straight drop, no pressure. Moore steps up, pump fakes, throws, it is dropped. Jacob Moore had it in his hands and then he didn't. 55 seconds left to go in the ball game. Ball on the 45-yard line of Almont. One timeout still in the back pocket of Collegiate. Moore, out of the gun, trips to the right, one man far side. Almont showing blitz, they only bring three. Rolling right, Moore throws far side. Is it caught, was he inbounds? Yes. Oh boy, that's all the way down at the 25 yard line, Darmarian Johnson. 49 seconds left and now the clock, not so much of a factor. At the 25 yard line. Collegiate needs eight points, 49 seconds left, the clock stopped. And Johnson had to work his way out of bounds. They called an injury timeout. I believe that should be a charge timeout to Collegiate. They will not charge it. I believe since the clock was not running, it won't count. Snap, straight drop for more from the Almont 25. Looking for the end zone, caught. Touchdown, Collegiate. 41 seconds left, and it is a two-point conversion away from tying this game. Collegiate goes down the field in about a minute, excuse me, in about 50 seconds. A two-point conversion away from tying this game up. Twins either side, Caleb Moore. If Almont can get one more stop, it'll be on the hands team to win the game. Moore, empty set for the tie with 41 seconds left. Snap, rolls left, pressure comes, still looking. Makes a man miss, throws to the end zone, caught, tie game. Caleb Moore has extended plays time and time and time and time and time again that have resulted in big plays, including on a couple two-point conversions. 32-32, 41 seconds left. We have overtime staring us dead in the face.
With 41 seconds left. Warren Collegiate will kick off. Let's see what they do. But they're looking at overtime straight in the face, and Collegiate didn't even have to use their last time out. The return team out for Almont. I have to imagine Collegiate kicks this deep. Ball all teed up for Tayden Rudding. Luke Winkler along with Jacob Fuller back to return. Again, Sean O'Neill, I trust him from about 40. Ball teed up, 41 seconds left. Line drive kick going to Winkler, brought in at the 16-yard line. The 20 to the 25 to the 30, bounces outside, doesn't go much further at the 33. Almont wanted a face mask, not going to be called. So at the 33, 34-yard line, Almont's own with 34 seconds left. The game's tied at 32. Let's see if Almont tries to get in field goal range. They have two timeouts. They can keep it on the ground if they so choose. With a couple of timeouts in their back pocket. Again, if you can get to, it's a long ways away, but about the 25, I'd say that's where you get into about O'Neill's range. Again, not seeing him practice, just watching him in warm-ups and watching him on the missed kick that he pushed left, had plenty of leg. First and 10 from their own 33-yard line. A timeout, and Warren Collegiate didn't have the right personnel, and they have to burn their final one. So, Almont will get a little more time to discuss this first down play from their own 33. Last I saw, Marine City had taken their first lead of the game, 30-29. to They went for two and got it. That was with 1.53 to go, so a pair of really exciting ball games. Again, Almont Warren Collegiate tied at 32. Unless Almont has a, a miracle in the back pocket, we're going to overtime. Ball's on the near hash on Almont's own 32-yard line. 34.4 seconds on the scoreboard. Almont has two timeouts. Let's see if Collegiate plays a more off defense. I don't want to say prevent, but give them a little more room. It looks like Collegiate has about 10 guys in the box with the safety 10 yards deep. No one split out wide, but it's a double wing look for Almont. No one behind Davidowski. First and 10 from the 33. Man in motion. Snap and a fumble on the snap. Davidowski falls back on it for a loss of a yard. And I believe Almont's going to take this to overtime. Oh, boy. Clock is running with 25 seconds left, and I think that fumbled snap is enough for Coach Lusby to say, and now they take a timeout with 19 seconds left. 
So a little delayed with the timeout. I think they're going to try to put time back on the clock, or at least it looked like the official was saying something. But that was a delayed timeout. Almont cost themselves about 5 or 10 seconds. 32-32, 19 seconds left. Back on their own 32-yard line, Almont. Looking to get into field goal range. O'Neal has a leg. He's missed one kick, but it was wide left. Almont led 24-8 at the half. Collegiate crawled back to make it 24-24 with about three minutes left. They put back to 25 seconds on the scoreboard. Almont took the lead on a fourth down completion from Davidowski to Batani. And then Collegiate got stopped. Held Almont three and out, and Collegiate sliced and diced their way down the field in about 50 seconds to tie this game up. Rain is starting to fall just a bit harder here in Almont. 32-32 the score. Almont, second and 11 from their own 33 snap. Play action. Davidowski throws near side, in and out of the hands of Boholski. It was a good pass. It would have been a tough catch, but it falls incomplete. And with 20.5 seconds left, we'll see what Almont wants to go with. If they keep it on the ground, Collegiate can't stop the clock. Third and 11 from their own 33. And, folks, we have overtime staring us down a barrel. 20.5 seconds left. From their own 33, Davidowski under center, one man behind him. Winkler takes it on the end around. Excuse me, Boholski up the middle. He gets about five yards, is dropped, and Almont is going to let this run into overtime. Tied at 32. We'll have overtime when we come back. You're listening to High School Football and Get Stuck on Sports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. For the first time this year, overtime on the docket for either team. So both captains are lined up. Let's explain the rules of overtime if you're unfamiliar. It's about as simple as you can get. 
They'll meet in the middle, toss a coin to see who wants offense or defense. Start at the 10-yard line. You get four cracks at the end zone. No first downs. No having to go for two at any point. It is a back-and-forth affair. And until it's decided, we'll keep going. Nothing changes at any overtime. It's just from the 10-yard line. Going out for Almont, you have Cole Walton, Lucas Mantini, along with Isaiah Bankston and Noah Campbell. Official will explain overtime. They are discussing. You want to take defense because offensively it gives you a fourth down should you give up a touchdown. Coin is flipped. I believe Warren Collegiate won. They should elect to take defense. And Almont is going to play defense, it looks like, in the south end zone. They will spin them around. The officials will say Almont is going on offense, going left to right in the south end zone. I can't imagine that Almont's going to try for three if they get stopped. The way both these offenses have been working, it might take a turnover to decide who wins this game. And speaking of turnovers, one other wrinkle, if there is a turnover, you cannot return it. It is a dead ball immediately. So a pick or a fumble, it is dead as soon as the ball is possessed by the defensive team. 32-32, and the top two teams in D6 battling it out for a district title. Almont will huddle on the near sideline. 32-32. Overtime for a district championship. If you've been with me all the way, it has been one heck of a roller coaster. If you're just joining us, welcome in. Brady Beaton with GetStuckOnSports.com. This has had the feel of a state championship game. We're only in the second round of the playoffs. Two Titans of D6 battling it out for not just a district title, but hopefully the winner of this game has aspirations of not just going to Ford Field, but hoisting up a state title trophy in Detroit. Almont's offense will take the field. Davidowski commands the huddle. I see Winkler. I see Furkowan as the backs. I see Cole Walton out there as well. Chase Batani as well out there for Almont. Ball will start middle of the field on the 10-yard line. It is as simple as it gets. Top of the first overtime, ball on the 10, first and goal. Mono e mono. Under center, Davidowski. No one behind him, two wings either side. Snap, handoff on the end around to Winkler to the 10, to the five, that was easy. No to the one. Oh, they said Winkler was pushed out. A shaven beard hair from the end zone. Oh, wow. If Winkler was a half inch taller, that's a touchdown. It is second and goal from about a quarter inch out. 
Davidowski, his nose is basically over the goal line. Second and goal from the one QB sneak, and Davidowski is in. Touchdown, Almont. That was easy for the Raiders. That's what you'd like to see, 38-32. Now a huge two-point conversion. If Almont gets this, the defense can go out doing, at worst, they're going to a second overtime. Ball in the middle of the field for this two-point conversion. Both teams are combined eight for eight. No one has failed a two-point yet. See what Almont has drawn up. Almont from the middle of the field for the two-point conversion to go up eight in the top of the first overtime. Three men behind Davidowski. Snap, pitch, left side, but Tanny cuts up. He scampers in. Almont's up eight. So the best Warren Collegiate can do is tie it up. Now they will switch. If Collegiate does tie it, Collegiate will get the ball first to start overtime number two. The smell of baby powder in the air as the student section's been throwing it up all night long. And a big response from Almont up 40 to 32. They have to hold collegiate, something they have not done basically all fourth quarter. Almont 40, collegiate 32. Caleb Moore has been scrambling. He's been running for his life, but he's kept plays alive. And he's found the end zone many times. Twins left, twins right. Bottom of the first overtime. Collegiate needs a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Empty set for Moore. Middle of the field. High snap, QB draw up the middle to the left side to about the five. And he's brought down second and goal from the five-yard line. Using the feet of Caleb Moore. On the left hash, second and goal from the five. Twins left, twins right. Collegiate doesn't do anything fancy. They just say, my athletes are better than yours. If Collegiate gets in, they need a two-point conversion. Moore, snap, rolls, near side, has time, pressure comes, scrambles. He gets hit. He bounces off of one would-be tackler, makes another miss. Near the goal line, he stood up, and he's a yard short. Are you kidding me? Caleb Moore is a human pinball. He bounces off of anyone that tries to tackle him. Should have been stopped outside the five. Instead, it's third and goal from the one. Trips right, one to the left, out of the gun. And we have a whistle. I believe we had a, a towel or a hand warmer fall off. The official will pick it up. Third and goal from the one. Almont up eight in the bottom of the first overtime. Collegiate needs a score and a two. Moore hurries under center. QB sneak, he gets hit. I don't think he got it. Oh, he did with a second effort. Oh, it was a great play by Aiden Berkerwan. Time the snap count, hit Caleb Moore, but he reached out and that long, lanky arm crossed the goal line. So now a two-point conversion to go to overtime. Number two from the right hash. One play. 
Almont fans trying to will their Raider defense to a stop. From the right hash, trips left, one man near side, timeout. And it'll be called by Almont. Oh, boy. I don't know if my heart rate or any of these fans' hearts can keep up with this game. 40-38. to 38. This was 24-8 at halftime, and then the offenses took over. Warren Collegiate had to get a three and out. A missed field goal by Almont, which they did, went down the field in 50 seconds to tie it with under a minute to go. Almont in the top of the first overtime took them two plays to get into the end zone. It was a QB sneak by Davidowski, and then a two-point conversion run by Chase Patani. So far, that's been the difference. Almont 40, Collegiate 38. Collegiate needs the two-and-a-half yards for the two-point conversion, or the three yards for the two-point conversion. Ball will be on the right hash. Caleb Moore has stayed on his feet, kept the game alive, kept plays alive. If Almont can get one stop, they're district champions. If they don't, we go to a second overtime. Caleb Moore out of the gun, snap, rolls left, has time, tucks, throws, incomplete, Almont's district champions. It took overtime, but the Almont Raiders are district champions. They knock off number one, Warren Collegiate, 40 38 in overtime. A 12 round heavyweight bout. And it was just one play. Almont was just good enough. A two point conversion, the difference. And Almont celebrating baby powder all over the student section. And Almont celebrating 40-32, 40-38 rather, Almont won their D6 district. We'll wrap it up when we come back. You've been listening. GetStuckOnSports.com. Don't go anywhere. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family-owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems, as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy i'm jordan Rody, one of the new owners of four sports i'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it we'll beat the big box stores in service quality and price for sports equipment uniforms varsity jackets corporal apparel awards engravings and more making us your team's one-stop shop come into the same location we've always been at 3950 pine grove avenue come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open so swing on by and check us out at the brand new four sports 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Both teams were perfect on two-point conversions through the first nine attempts. On attempt number 10, Almont gets the stop, and they knock off Warren Collegiate 40 to 38. The top-ranked Warren Collegiate Cougars go down, and Almont celebrating at midfield with their district championship trophy. Oh, boy, this was a fun one. It's uh, a lot to recap. We'll do it quick. Almont scored first. They went up 8-0, got a stop, scored again 16-0. Collegiate would get a big 70-yard score score, excuse me, to make it 16-8. Almont added a score and a two-point conversion before the half ended 24-8 at half. But then Collegiate, out of the break, was flying, getting stopped, scoring, tying it at 24. But with three minutes left to go, Almont scored to make it 32-24. to And little did we know, little did we know, we'd have three more touchdowns scored the rest of the game. Almont got a stop and then... Got the ball back. They needed a first down. They get stopped on three straight plays. A Sean O'Neill kick goes wide left. And then Warren Collegiate, bing, bang, boom, into the end zone in 50 seconds. Two-point conversion tied it. Almont didn't do anything on the subsequent drive. We go to overtime tied at 32. Almont, first play. It is a jet sweep, end-around style play to Luke Winkler. Gets just a hair short and I thought he got in on the run they marked him down at the run Chase Davidowski just had to sneak it in for the score to make it 40 to 38 Warren Collegiate had no issue getting in the end zone but on the two-point play a rollout left and the throw came up just a hair short and that was the difference between Almont 
winning a district title and us going to a second overtime. Almont fans, it's all smiles here in Raider country. Almont wins 40-38. to When we come back, we'll wrap up this broadcast and more here at GetStuckOnSports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show, Almont 40 with Warren Collegiate 38 in overtime. And Almont, for the first time since 2019, that was a pretty successful year for the Raiders, win a district title. In a game, it's a shame that it was a district final. This had the feel, this played out like a state semifinal or even a state championship game. And it's a darn shame that a team like Warren Collegiate is done after round two. But someone had to lose this game, and... Almont just made one extra play, a 40-38 to final in overtime. I did not see an E-course Detroit Edison score. Almont will play the winner of that here in Almont next week. But as for me, Brady Beaton, that will do it for tonight. Again, Almont with a thrilling 40-38 to win 
overworn collegiate two heavyweights in D6. Went blow for blow for 12 rounds, but in the end, Almont landed that one extra punch. Thank you so much for spending your Friday night with me, whether it was just for overtime or you were here for all three hours of this game. It was one for the record books. For GetStuckOnSports.com, I'm Brady Beaton. Thank you so much. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.